0: This is Ben from Goat Horror.
1: And Sammy Deway from Goat Horror. And you listen to the Phantasm Podcast Hail hey, Satan
0: <sighs> Phantasm This is Philip H. Anselmo My name is
1: Kim Corey Hey, this is Gorgasm
0: Shane Embry, bass player of Napalm Death. Welcome BRUHERIEV. What's up, everybody? This is Ross Dolan from Immolation.
1: What's up, everybody? It's Jim Bush from Armored Scene. Hello, Deathsters. This is Martin Van Drunen from Astrix, and uh, you're listening to Phantasm Podcast. What the fuck
2: is up, and welcome so to the Phantasm Podcast. I am Corey Gore-Christ. With me,
1: oh. Dr. Vincent West. Hello, hello, Here
2: And, uh, wow, what a blockbuster episode we got for you guys. We have Ben and Sammy of Goat Horror on the show. They'll be talking about, uh, the history of Goat Horror, uh, obviously, as well as, uh, promoting their new record coming out June 23rd via Metal Blade Records, Vengeful Ascension, uh... The title track is up on YouTube now and everywhere. Go check it out. SoundCloud you can also check out our stuff on SoundCloud slash Phantasm Podcast. So be sure to do that as well as checking out their stuff. Uh, the film we got for you guys: Dracula, Prince of Darkness, Christopher Lee, Hammer Horror.
0: At this lonely crossroad in the Carpathian Mountains, four travelers find themselves abandoned at nightfall by a local coach driver. Who was afraid to go any further?
3: It's no driver.
0: A coach with horses that knew the way. A table laid for four. Was this kindly hospitality? Isn't your master joining us for dinner? No, yes, sir. I'm afraid not. Is he indisposed? He's dead. Why should a... Dead man be interested in entertaining guests. Dracula, prince of darkness, king of the vampires. For ten years, his mortal remains were cherished by his faithful servant, awaiting the opportunity and a victim to provide the life force for the reincarnation of Dracula. A strange premonition warns the guests at Castle Dracula
3: that their host is ready to receive them.
1: I must kill him. He is already dead. He is undead, Mr. Kent. He can be destroyed, but not killed.
3: Where's Charles? You don't need Charles. Ah! Ah!
2: 1966, Terrence Fisher, who needs no introduction, did just about everything in Hammer Horror: Did horror of Dracula, Curse of Frankenstein, Brides of Dracula, The Mummy, uh, Hound of Baskervilles, uh, Devil Rides Out, Curse of the Werewolf. I mean, I could, I could keep going. Um, Frankenstein must be destroyed. Phantom of the Opera. Uh, the man who could cheat death, the Earth dies. Screaming Island of Terror. I mean, this guy's done it all. Who directed this one? Terrence Fisher. He's done everything. He did all that. Yeah, all that I just he's done a whole one. lot more too. He's fucking. He he's the man, and of course, Peter Cushing he is uh, Van Helsing, which is amazing. Uh, I didn't think Cushing was in this film. Yeah, there he is right there. Yeah, but I mean, in the film, in the film. I think he's in a lot of scenes, though, like flashback stuff from the last film, maybe. Um, yeah, because this is the film before right? This is Horror of Dracula. Which is a great movie. It is. Uh, very gory for its time. This is 1966, so... Um, you know, let, let's try to do this. Let's do uh, movies 1966... Um, Got some really good ones in 66 Actually that's some nasty uh, Hand deterioration there Going to stone from the uh, The sunlight Got a lot of cool stuff here This is classic Hammer horror stuff Uh, Nasty for it's time It's really really good Uh, Great acting, great storytelling This is just classic stuff Really gory stuff for it's time So um, this stuff wasn't being done then so uh but the films we got 1966 we got some really good ones here we got Batman uh the 1966 Batman movie which was Adam West and Burt Ward um got Fantastic Voyage which was uh Richard Fleischer directed that one um let's see what else The Russians Are Coming, Uh, Django, the OG Django, Fahrenheit 451, Uh, you got Manos, The Hand of Fate, which is uh, what everyone calls the worst film of all time. It was done on Mystery Science Theater famously and all that stuff, so it's a very good film to watch if you just want to make fun of stuff. Uh, You got the Don Knotts comedy, The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. Uh Stagecoach. Ghost Mr. Chicken's a great movie. It is. Uh Stagecoach, which is Ben Crosby. Um, El Dorado, which is John Wayne. You got the Blue Max. Um, Jerry Goldsmith. Uh, One Million Years BC. You got the Wild Angels. Ghosts in the Invisible Bikini. Uh, Frankie and Johnny, which is an Elvis film. Love that movie. And uh, we'll save the best for last here, 1966, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, what a great movie. Anino Maricone, who we we just did, uh, wrapped up uh, The Thing review, uh, featuring Jeremy Wagner, Broken Hope. Um, It's another Anino Maricone greatness there. Good and Bad and the Ugly doesn't get any better than that. Um, let's see if there is any other horror stuff that came out. In I tried looking up TV in 66 since I figured music in 66 was probably a no-go. Well, here we go. We got some good good classics here besides Manos, of course. Uh, we got Bloodbath. came out in 1966, which was... Uh, Produced by Roger Corman, uh, directed by Jack Hill, which was uh, Sid Haig's first first I bought movie. you that movie. You did. And hey, you saw it uh, No, I still have it. I'm messing with you. That's <laughs> a joke. Uh, Nobody would want it on, on there. Uh, you got The Plague of <laughs> yeah, the plague of Zombies, uh, resputing the Mad Monk, which is a classic horror film, which was also Christopher Lee, uh, played... Uh, The Russian mystic, Rasputin. Uh, Queen of Blood. So I said Island of Terror. Uh, Diabolical Dr. Z. Um, The Witches. And you got uh, The Curse of the Swamp Creature. Kill Baby Kill. An Angel of Satan. Uh, War of the Gargantuas. Just a great film. Uh, Terror Beneath the Sea. You got, uh. Let's see. Naked Evil. You got Gamera versus uh, Barugan. A lot of Dracula stuff. Mm-hmm. Africa, Blood and Guts, uh, Sound of Horror. And then, I'll save, save this one for last for Horror 1966 Circus of Fear. So there you go That's uh, a taste Of uh, horror In 66 A lot of <laughs>
3: <laughs> wump
2: And chamber of horrors too uh, A lot of Womp A lot of classic stuff um, Still good to this day A lot of black and white stuff But it's, it's good stuff For sure Well Since you had to mention that I have to mention this I just think this is important To Discuss this Is. Where's it at? I'm trying to find the. September 8th, 1966 is the very first episode of Star Trek. Nice. So the, I, that's what I think of when I think of '66. Other than Hammer and Ward, but yeah. September 8th, 1966. Ran through June 3rd, '69. That's what I got for '66. I'm sure there's probably a Beatles record I can mention real quick too. Yeah, there's uh, yesterday the EP by the Beatles, Moonlight Sinatra by Frank Sinatra. I love me some Sinatra. Got a uh, folk country by Waylon Jennings. Somewhere there's a someone by Dean Martin. Sixty-six was that Vietnam War too? Yes. That's nice. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Show. Sammy Davis Jr. Obviously. Um. I hear Symphony by the Supremes. We got Orbison Way by Roy Orbison. Sounds of Silence, Simon and Garfunkel. It's a big that one. That was the sound of 2D. <laughs> it's a big one there. Um, Aftermath, Rolling Stones. Uptight, Stevie Wonder. Blonde okay. on Blonde by Bob Dylan. Nope. In your bed. Strangers of the Night, Frank Sinatra. Paradise Hawaiian Style, Elvis Presley. It's a soundtrack. Um, Animalisms by the Animals. Uh, what a lot of like compilation stuff came out this year. Revolver by the Beatles. Did Hitchcock have a movie in '66? Uh-uh. I don't think so. Jefferson airplane takes off. Uh, Time for love, Tony Bennett. There you go. That's a good one. Um, the monkeys had their their record there. Spin out Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley was on the movie run that year, apparently. Yep. Leaving town, Waylon Jennings. Happiness is you, Johnny Cash. A lot of good country stuff. Um. Got fresh cream by cream. I have a lot of fresh cream. Yeah, I was told that. A lot of fresh cream. You give that to Mrs. Gorchrist. Well, she likes it extra fresh, so. There's nothing wrong with that at all. The record by Corey Christ Taking My Fresh Cream. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, you know uh, The biggest hits Obviously that year Stranger to the Night By Frank Sinatra We Can Work It Out by The Beatles And uh, Yellow Submarine Eleanor Rigby uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it For Any of that shit That's all I got for that what porn did they have in 66? Is there any porn going on? I don't know. Look, what I thought I would do tonight is just talk about um, Hammer Horror. And Hammer Horror Wait, here's a, here's was actually established a- November 1934. It's been around for 82 fucking years. Uh, during the 60s and 70s, the saturation of the horror film market and competitors lost to American funding. Let's see, I never really thought about doing this before. What's that? You can do people that were born in 1966. We've got quite a few of them. you got uh Tracy Guns from LA Guns. Okay. She was born January 20th, 1966. That's interesting. Yes. Um. Rick Astley.
1: Rick Rolled.
2: Yep. You just got Rick Rolled. Uh, Rachel Bolan Or James Boland from uh, Skid Row. Got Tone Loke. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Jerry Cantrell. Mouse and Chains. Um... I have a picture of Warcross at an Allison Chains show crying, because he's down front singing the lyrics. He also has a sign he's holding that "Seattle will remain forever in his heart." <laughs> um, uh, Too short, the rapper. Okay, Christoph Snyder from Ramstein. So That's interesting. It is Janet Jackson, Johnny Gill. The R&B guy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean Sewell. I don't know if I'm saying that right. He's the bass player from The Cramps and uh, White Interesting. Zombie. That's yeah, pretty cool. Uh, Matt Freeman, the bassist of Rancid. Um, here's, a, here's a good one. June 26th, and this is coming up soon. Uh, 1966... Jurgen Rail from Creator, 1966. That's a a damn good one. That's the drummer. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, Jason Bonham, so John Bonham's son would be born in 66. Uh, Lou Barlow, Dinosaur Jr. Um, This is a huge one. I'm going to leave you guys with this one. Actually, yeah, I don't see anything else here. Got Ad-Rock of the Beastie Boys. Um, that's not the one I was thinking of. Um, DJ Run from Run DMC. Dexter Holland of The Offspring. And here, I'll leave you with the last one that was born in 1966, Dimebag Daryl. Right. Yeah, I mean, Dimebag Daryl, you got to mention that. That's crazy. That's the best one, 1966. He'd, Never be, done a he'd born, be 55 if he was 11. Now. That's crazy. I mean, that's a joke. I do not know actually that <laughs> Whatever. He'd be 28. Because my math's horrible. Toodle, I appreciate you parking in front of where I sit. Well, he would be 51, so you were close. That's crazy. How old's Phil? I don't know. It's a guess that guesses age game. <laughs> I'd say he's older. Really? Because I always was told Phil was the baby in the band. Is he the baby? That's what I was told. He is. He's 48. Because he was born in 68. His birthday is June 30th, so happy birthday, Phil. <clears throat> we got a little while. Well, you know, it's still, it's cool. We're recording, and maybe by the time this gets out... You'll have it a play before then, but We can do that too. We can do uh Let's see. Today is You'll be out of town, won't you? Yeah. Won't you? Today is May nineteenth. <coughs> you going up there to New York. Today's May nineteenth, so let's see whose birthday it is. Uh, Andre the Giant Nice Happy birthday Malcolm X Happy birthday <laughs> He's happy that he's He's throwing a party in his grave Over that Robert E. Lee statue being removed Peter Mayhew Happy birthday uh. um, Archie Manning Fuck that piece of shit <laughs> Fucking asshole um, Ho Chi Minh That's crazy Joey Ramone. Happy birthday. It's depressing. It is. Although, i got to be honest with you, I'm not a fan of that band. You don't like the Ramones? I saw them. I thought it was cool that I saw them. Uh, as far as being a, a, a fan, I would say no. I don't own anything. I don't own any punk CDs. Um, at all. So... Unless you consider the Chromax Punk, which I don't. Thanks, Tuna, for farting right in my face and my water bottle. It's real nice. Thanks. Phew. Thanks a lot. That's really gross. Dog's just laying on the floor and just cuts one. That's what he's good for. You know the Blu-ray quality. This is fantastic. Now talk about the uh, oh fuck excuse me oh uh, the what this release is exactly the Hammer collection or whatever. Okay, what this is uh, there's a, this was owned by a British company, um, and they tried doing U.S. distribution, and the only things that were ever made were a three-film collection which had Seven Golden Vampires, Dracula, Prince of Darkness, and Frankenstein Created Woman. The only Blu-ray Blu-ray releases they did in America, Now I'm speaking strictly Blu-ray releases and, and DVD, and the only Blu-ray releases they did were Dracula, Prince of Darkness, and Frankenstein Created Woman. And I have all three of those. Nice. And then they, the, the idea was that this stuff would catch on and it would sell in America, and it never did because... So are these all out of print? Yes. Wow. Well, people in America don't have any taste in, in horror stuff, I'm going to bring this over and show this to you because I think this. Well, will... people that are buying Blu-rays and stuff, really. Well, people in um, general just don't have taste in horror f- films, in my here's, opinion. Here's an interesting. Oh, I like them soul movies. <laughs> you ever seen them soul movies? <laughs> here's an interesting thing. Uh, there's only one really notable death. Uh, on May 19th, at least that it lists here on the internet, Nathaniel Hawthorne. Died May nineteenth. Who the hell is that? The, the writer. Well, that's Hoffmann, From Salem, Massachusetts. I'm not going to open this, but there's the collector's oh, nice. cards that came with it. Wow, that's great. It's sealed like an envelope. Uh, he died when he was fifty nine in 1864. Um. <clears throat> so that's 153 years ago he's been dead so that's pretty crazy. anyway this thing came out in 2013 that whole line went shit and just to give you guys an idea and I'm going to use my Amazon scanning app to give you an idea what this is going for used last time I looked it was about 60 bucks because again I know what's going to go out of print and I have people all the time ask me well, how do you know that you can just tell Yeah. what type of release plus if you it is. know it's not that popular of a thing but it's they don't make a lot of copies of those kinds of things, so because they know it's not going to sell. You know, as I said, used and new from $62.99 Oh yeah. Now, pretty pretty penny. Well, here here's here's the thing with me though. I don't. I if there's something that I want, and I want to tell everybody, I've never done this before that I'm aware of on the podcast. If there's something you want, you better buy it. In this day and age, you know. Physical media is actually a rare thing. Yeah. If you want it, you better goddamn buy it. That's all I'm saying. Um. You better buy it. Because if not, you're not getting it. There we go. Here's another thing. I'm just gonna keep going with this. This is kind of interesting. Um. Vengeful Ascension comes out June 23rd on Metal Blade Records. So I'm gonna do birthdays for June 23rd because I don't know if we'll do an episode by then. Um, Glenn Danzig I want, him on the show. I want him on the show Well Goat Whore he picked a good day or Metal Blade whoever put out a good day chose to put out a record on a good day because it'll be Glenn Danzig's birthday and he's going to buy himself a copy of Vengeful Ascension so there you go um, who else we got Chuck Billy of Testament his birthday too June 23rd he's going to buy a copy of Vengeful Ascension Joss Whedon. Director of the Avengers and... uh, Serenity and Firefly, all that bullshit. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. 47 bucks. There's the DVD release. Oh, okay. Look. I think I've seen that one. Wow, even the DVD. Uh, Joss Whedon, June 23rd. So he's going to buy a copy of Vengeful Ascension. Selma Blair, the actress. Who was in Hellboy and shit. She's going to buy a copy a Vengeful Ascension. Cause what better birthday gift to buy somebody than the new Goat Horse CD? So there you go. Uh, Jason Mraz, he's gonna buy a copy. LaDainian well, and Tom, Tomlinson, he's gonna buy himself a copy of Vengeful Ascension. <laughs> uh, what, else, what else we got? I hate that fucking piece of shit. <laughs> he's a fucking rat turd. He is, he really is. Fuck the Chargers too, up the fucking butthole with a fucking giant dick. Yep. Um. We're the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> you're lucky you're not the fucking Idaho Chargers because you suck so bad. You suck potatoes. It's <laughs> fucking true. All right. Um, see if we got any any good deaths here. Shouldn't say good deaths. That's mean, but you know. Not seeing any good ones yet. June twenty third. Not a good day for deaths. But you know, it's a pretty good day for birthdays. And it's a good day for metal fans. Because you not only get Goat Horror, but you get the new Broken Hope record as well. So that's cool. So yeah, a lot of good stuff coming out. Uh, say a happy birthday to Danzig and Chuck Billy of Testament. And enjoy. The uh, the new Goad record When it comes out So consider this A birthday episode As well as a uh, Homecoming episode for Goad new record The interview Is awesome That spell book that I pre-ordered Of their new album is awesome You get a second CD that, If you guys are going to go for a, a Package to buy that record Get it with that Spell book. That's just really fucking cool for fans, and it's. Because to me, the 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 vinyl's cool or whatever, but I don't really like the shirt. Mm-hmm. But I I do. That spell book's um, awesome. You fucking carry it around with you, and you know, uh, I think it's neat. I want the second disc because it's got live shit professionally recorded. And yeah, who doesn't? By like Eric that uh, by Rootin. And that new dude that they're using, their sound guy. That uh, I can't think of the gentleman's name is the one that produced their new album. Ugh. Which makes sense because you know he's our sound guy. Um, a quick note and well I can't reveal how I know this, but um, you'll know how I know it by the time you listen to this interview, but I'm not going to say it till then but um, cannibal Corpse has chosen to go back to Eric Rutan. For recording purposes, and I think that is the best goddamn decision. And I'm actually excited to hear the new Cannibal record now, which comes out next year. Yep, comes out at the beginning of next year, February Ugh. or March of next year is what I'm being told. And if you all want to know who I heard it from, that was from Paul, the little guy that plays drums for him. Oh, it was Jared Pritchard did the yeah. New records, And he If you look him up he Jared's done a lot of different stuff Gruesome and 1349 Yeah Which I think those records are good Oh they're great Did he do the first Gruesome album? Yeah Yeah that record's great It was great So I'm actually excited to hear the new Go For it. I haven't heard it I heard a song live That they played uh, It's mixed by Chris Common Who did Tribulation And, and Pelican And then Mayor Applebaum Mastered it Who's famous for doing Faith No More and Halford? Yeah, I thought that was cool. It is cool. He was retired. They got him out of retirement to do that. It's crazy. They talk about that in the interview. So, yeah, we don't want to give too much away about the new record because you'll hear it all at the end of this. Or if you go on our YouTube page, you can listen to it right away if you're a, you know, if you just want a quick. Have you already put that up?
0: No. Well, Well, it'll be be by the time you hear it. It the was, magic, uh, yeah, so the magic
2: was, of recording, it's already there. Yeah, it's already Corey's there. Corey's already met them, and, and I just, uh, and I've already seen uh, Diasod. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're just way in the future now with this. But also in the past, it's a it's mindfuck. Where it spewed into this tangent. <laughs> um, the Not My Car Broke Down. This is something I want to share with Corey. I want you guys to hear this, too. This is really cool. I was really upset, and I had to take my key off. Um, and then, initially, it would take the key off permanently where they destroyed my car because the engine was seized. But um, Which, by the way, to get that fixed is like five grand.
3: Um, that's for a rebuilt car.
2: motor. And, yeah, you might as well just get a new car, which is what I'm doing. But, but anyway, so in that process and in the meantime of doing that, um, you're... Uh, Biff Tannen keychain <laughs> was the only thing that kept me laughing good during all that I was because I was really upset when I was walking and it was just like I just kept looking at it and I was like that's alright I'm gonna because you got a keychain from Corey Tannen <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um anyway I guess I should talk about this movie uh, it's just it horror film there's a lot of a build up a lot of drama uh And then, and then you know, in 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 places, Dracula will appear. And at this point now, he's not. And one of the driving forces in these movies, obviously, is the casting, and and uh, uh, this one is terribly lacking. Um, Peter Cushing. There we go. There's some uh, adult film from 1966. It's getting into some porno. Another day, another man. Raw, naked violence we got The Flesh Game. Uh, caught in the Act, Naked. <laughs> Love is a Woman. Uh, Mail Service. A Fact of Society Never Before Filmed. Let's see. Uh, my Brother's Wife. That's always a good one. <laughs> Notorious Daughter of Fanny Hill. Uh, red Rose is a patch That's a big one. A smell of honey, a swallow of brine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I'm trying to find some other ones. It's not giving me a good list here. This is some Abu Dhabi bullshit that's pulled up instead of. What the hell is that? see uh, That's all kinds of shit Muscle Beach Party
0: is that a porno?
2: it sounds like a fucking regular movie but I don't know yeah it's a Buddy Hackett movie I mean, Buddy it, Hackett did porn? no it's a Buddy Hackett movie it's not a porno at all but you know if you you know depends on what you mean what you want porn to be I guess that would be Uh, Mondo Keyhole (laughs) Jesus Christ The Alley Cats that's not those aren't porn can I just say something else too if anybody listening to this it's hard for me to find like I look up adult movies and Batman comes up it's not an adult movie don't add me to your fucking groups online I just got added to one called Headbangers forever it's like I'm not interested (laughs) I'm really not. I'm not interested in that. Here, I'm just gonna look up porn 1966. Corey, you have a virus on your on your phone now. I mean, look how ghetto this page is. Headbangers, Barry, on down, you get on every the highlight. Man, you heard that and listen. We also face our hard rock, punk, grunge,
3: and metal ballads, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: We also offer Viagra and walkers. It's like, it's like I'm really not that old. I
0: read that whole thing again. I just
3: read it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I
2: got. Well, first of all, let's just discuss this. One 1966. I got on it. I don't know how you turn that off. I get added to groups every day. <laughs> there's Telecaster. It drives me insane. In 1966, there's Telecaster porn. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Welcome to welcome to old fart metalheads forever. <laughs> We're fans of balls, genres and sub-gynneries of metal. We like hard rock, punk, grunge, metal ballads. You want some Viagra or Walker or a big old Ford truck? It's like I just—why would I ever join this?
3: Oh fuck!
2: It's like leave me the fuck alone. I don't want to join your bullshit. And apparently, people think it's funny to do that to me. Why don't I read what you just read again? Because that's the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. I did read it. No, you didn't read the thing over that you read the first time. Yeah, I did. You said that like, something about grunge. I did it. We accept everything from punk to grunge to hard rock <laughs> to metal ballads.
1: <laughs> Motherfucker.
2: <laughs> God. It's just horrible.
3: Oh. That was so funny. You
2: no, know, I know what you mean. I get invitations to all kinds of shit. It's like I'm not liking your... Your thing or joining your thing? No, look, no. This girl wanted me to follow her Zine. She has fifty five followers. Now fifty six with me. I don't mind helping somebody doing that because she liked our shit. And am I going to look at it realistically? No, but I don't mind helping. You know, but but it was somebody's a fucking ball sack and asks me and like involuntarily adds me to something that I don't want to join, it's fucking annoying. It's like I, I don't know what, what what on my page. You know I've got fucking DSOD photos and got, or or album art and fucking you know Mayhem and fucking Gorgasm and goddamn Condemned all this shit I'm into and yet you add me to some classic metal thing because I go by Ronnie Dio on Facebook it's like I'm pretty sure that I'm not interested in your bullshit you should come on over and check it out, buddy. We got a hard rock, classic rock, grandpa metal, new metal. It's like, I'm not interested in your fucking bullshit. Please do not add me. Again, I'll say it again. Please do not add me to your goddamn groups. You know what group I belong to? Street Hawk fans. That's it. <laughs> that, I swear to you, it's the only group I'm in. <laughs>
3: That's fucking funny.
2: It is, but, you know, I, I'm not saying it to be mean. I just don't want to fucking deal with it. <laughs> you know, if I'm not interested in, in being a part of that, I'm just not, you know. Um, so they're about to fuck. This chick's hot. She's got her nice tits hanging out of that fucking dress, too. <laughs> um. But, you know, it's a shame that you can't turn that off. And I constantly get people add me to these groups. The worst are when, and I'm not offended by this, because this, I guess they just don't understand. I'll have these fans in Brazil that have added me, and they'll add me to this group, and I can't read anything on the page. You know, for example, it'll be like a shot of, like, Glenn Tipton from Priest, and it's like, chugga mugga mugga But yeah, and and it's a shame because uh, I wouldn't mind joining groups people add me to. But I mean, I got added to so many fucking groups at one point. It's every day I have to delete another one because it's like I just don't want to be involved with that. If that's cool, like I just don't want to deal with it. You know, if other people want to deal with it, that's fine. I just would rather not deal with it. Um, and again, people want to do that. I'm not judging them. They uh, want to, you know, join metal groups and star groups, you know. I'm in my little nerd group. I'm in my street hawk group, but, you know, that's it. And it's it's harmless. It's like other nerds talking about being nerdy and watching the show. That's it. And how we always wanted to be fucking, you know. We always wanted to be Jesse Mock, and we wanted to ride Freehawk, and we were a police officer by day, and then at night we killed people. <laughs> and it's true. You know, don't wrote that motorcycle. It's fucking awesome, but. Um, something fun I did Rex Smith has a real Facebook page and I emailed him about the or messaged him on Facebook about that shirt and he flipped out about it because so he had no idea because I'm assuming when they do these shirts we were talking about these the shirt licensing and stuff on the last episode but I'm assuming when they do that they just go to these studios and get it licensed I guess so they can't get sued I guess is how that works. I don't know.
3: know.
2: Now I will also say something about this film. This film, in my opinion, has some of the best visuals of any. What's wrong, Tootie? Of any Hammer film I've ever seen. What's wrong with you? Nothing you not know, a big sloth. He is a big sloth. Um, I'm going to cut your belly open with a lightsaber and put the corey inside. Huh. Um,
3: let see what I got with this.
2: Most of. Okay. It was photographing Technoscope, which I absolutely love that format. Um, that's funny, it says edited by Chris Barnes. <laughs> that's what it says. That's right. He was like a little kid when this came out. This was the third entry in Hammer's Dracula series, and the second to feature Christopher Lee as the tentacular vampire.
3: the
2: one hmm? the Dracula does not speak in the film save for very few hisses according to Christopher Lee I didn't speak in that picture the reason was very simple I read the script and saw the dialogue and I said to Hammer if you think I'm going to say any of these lines you're very much mistaken <laughs> <laughs> that's from Christopher Lee look at that shot right there that's beautiful the direction is um, Yeah, the, the, the cinematography in this movie is worth watching this film for. I used to watch this film on, like, Saturday mornings when I was bored. And I played my uh, He-Man figures and lay in front of the TV. But anyway... Um, uh, Jimmy Sangster disputed the account in the no more inside horror, writing that vampires don't chat, so I didn't write him any dialogue. Christopher Lee has claimed that he refused to speak the lines he was given, so he, take your pick as to why Christopher Lee didn't have dialogue in the picture. You can take my word for it, and I didn't write any. The film was written into a novel by John Burke as part of the 1967... The second Hammer horror film, Anevis. The film was made back to back with Rasputin the Mad Monk. Awesome. Which also included Lee. Yep, he was Rasputin. The film was released in some markets on a double feature with The Plague of Zombies. Oh, this is awesome. Plastic vampire fangs and zombie eyeglasses were distributed to the audience as members uh, got to enjoy this gimmick during the film. This film also inspired John Carpenter's vampires. George Lucas... Christopher, I mean, excuse me. Uh, um, John Carpenter's are both big Hammer horror fans. They're also something that I love about, that I always loved about George Lucas from a filmmaker standpoint, was George is a big um, Ray Harryhausen fan as I am. Uh, Clash of the Titans, uh, Sinbad, The Golden Voyage of Sinbad, movies like that. Those are two of my personal favorites at Ray Harryhausen. But that gets into all the monster stuff like the Rancor monster in uh, Return of the Jedi yeah. and whatnot. not. Um, so. but, uh, but yeah. That's the deal with that. Uh, yeah man. I You know I'm excited to hear the Gokor record. Um, when you get it maybe we should have a listening party. Have they sent it to you yet? No. I want to hear it. Um, I'm excited to hear it. Uh, GoThor is one of the few bands, and I'll tell you guys this, and I told them this, that I like to sit down and listen to the entire thing when I buy it. There's very few bands I do that with anymore where I will literally sit down and listen to the entire fucking album back to front. And that's what I do with GoThor. And the reason that I do that, I've had some people ask me, well, you know, why do you do that? whatever? Well, it's pretty simple to me. The reason that I do that is because I feel like that's the way to get the full flavor of the album. Yeah, guys are. Because to me, you're not getting the full flavor of the album if you're just you know sitting there picking your balls. <laughs> you know, and their records. I, I mean, I, and I hope it meant something to them. And I think you can tell in the interview. Hopefully, it did. <laughs> picking your balls? Well, it's true. Or picking your ass. It's like it's, I don't like to listen to like one song by a band. If I do, that's fine. You know, like, like we, Corey and I are both guilty of this with the uh, last creator release. Well, we're I, guilty. I've listened to Satan is Real probably four million times. Well, we pick our ass, is what we do. On that record, but whatever. But, you know. But there's a lot of stuff, like, I'll hear the whole thing. That's the other thing that I've always enjoyed about death metal or extreme music or black metal or whatnot. I like to listen to the whole record Well, picking our. ass. Well, no, the picking your ass are the people that just want to hear a couple of hits. Yeah. Like Tony Rucker. A couple of hits. You know. Or, or, or And I'll give uh, Wheelchair Fucker credit on that, too. He likes to listen to the whole record. He doesn't pick his ass. He doesn't. Um, he likes to pick his ass. I think he might. And get have it peed on. Um, and <laughs> peeing his ass. But my, but my favorite, you know, the other thing, and I forget what day these come out. I think they come out June 2nd. I want, uh, I want all those, uh, the Creator Reissues. Terrible Uncertainty and uh, Extreme Aggression are two-disc remasters ah, with bonus shit on there. That's awesome. Yeah. And then the rest of them are single-disc, uh, but they are all a remastered, so I'm going to buy all of them. Um, actually, I can tell, tell you guys, if you guys are interested, specifically uh, which releases there are. It's all the stuff that was on the Navarin label, Um, let's see I'm really excited about them Um, like I'm excited about the Goat War record Uh, you know and to to talk about Wheelchair Fucker a minute it's kind of become our thing to go see Goat War we always go see them uh, when they tour we won't be checking them out soon because they're going to be on a tour that we're not able to watch which is fine but uh, let's see here uh, I'm just going to throw some albums actually that I'm excited about and then we'll get to the creator stuff when I get there um, Anti-Cult by Decapitated uh, Life on Death Road on Death Road by Jorn uh, Eventual Ascension by Goat Um Mutilated and Assimilated by Broken Hope um of the death core lot by suffocation that's a joke sorry it's of dark light with a death core cover um, um, wrong motherfucking son bitch goddamn watch your back person to fuck with by dying fetus um, incorruptible by iced earth here we go extreme aggression endless pain pleasure to kill Terrible Certainty Boom Those are fucking bought All of those are bought Endless Pain I like better than Pleasure to Kill Terrible Certainty I like better than Endless Pain And then Terrible Certainty I actually Just love that record I don't know It's a turd burger Um, What is a turd burger would you like the CD DVD of Enemy God Revisited that I'm about to buy from a used person? He has two of them. Yes, you're interested in that. Yes, it's in like a little DVD box. I don't know if you've ever seen it before. Yeah, it's huge. Um, Hercules one and two, uh, and you know, I told Corey that I wasn't, but kind of like the Fright Rags thing, he knew I would buy them. I am going to buy those Junk Carpenter still books and never open them. Of course, you are. Um, the heat, the heat definitive edition is on its way. I don't have it yet, but still I will Steelbook one no it's not a steelbook. it's just the movie Heat but it has an extra hour oh okay yeah it's almost like four hours long now Uh, here's a movie Corey's not interested in but I'll be happy to I have that picture too yeah I met Rob yeah you did I found a picture of uh, Sammy with Rob Halford that's pretty that's pretty awesome it is awesome here you go, Sammy. Uh, Evil Ed, which I'm going to get. Corey doesn't like. Uh, a lot more man. Corey doesn't like either. I'm getting that. I, I'm, I'm just bet I'm just to see if he's paid attention. The Hearse, I've actually ordered too. It's not out yet. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. Uh, Blackenstein, I'm getting for laughs. Missing in action, I'm getting because Chuck Norris is fucking awesome. Um, T.J. Hooker, the complete series, I'm getting because it's also awesome. Um. Speed Racer, the complete series on Blu-ray. That's bought twenty bucks. Go, Speed Racer, go! That's a '60s thing. It is. What year is that? Is that '66? I don't know. Go, Speed Racer, go! Anyway, <laughs> uh, here's also something Corey wasn't interested in: the ReAnimator Two Disc Limited Edition. <laughs> <laughs> nope, <I need> it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand that shit. Oh, and I want to talk about these movies real quick. I think we talked about these in person. I don't remember talking about them on here. I'm a big fan of The Collector and The Collection. Those movies are I nasty. Love those movies. They are fucking nasty. Those glad movies you na- like them. I really do. They're nasty, and I want them on Blue I didn't think you would, but I'm glad you do. Yeah, I really did. Why, don't, why not? It's vulgar. Especially that second one. The second one was a fucking turd basket. He's killing everybody in that thing. Yes. Now, is that the same killer in both films? Yes. Okay. Um, that's all I've got, folks. Um, I don't have anything else to talk about as far as uh, reviewing stuff. Oh, here's another movie I bought. I have not watched this yet. and I, I We probably should have gave this to Goat Whore, but I, I, I almost brought it today, but I didn't, and it's uh, Frankenstein Created Bikers. Yeah, it's a new film. Uh, they're going to be... No, I think I already missed that. <laughs> You're like, uh, no. I think they showed it when I went to Days of the Dead, Atlanta. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, get, I didn't go watch It's actually good. Is it? You. Well, I'd tell you to pull it off. What do you call it? It's That site's gone. Um, I'll find it. I know you will. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. So that's what's coming out, kids. Um... But yeah, uh, the Hammer thing, I realize a lot of this stuff to people is boring or it's slow or whatever, but to me, if you take any pride in liking horror movies, why not take just a little bit more pride and get into some classic stuff? Um, I'm actually impressed with how much there's Chris, finally. Um, I'm impressed how many people have actually that I know have, I've kind of turned them on to some stuff like this like not you you were already into it but like Yens or, or excuse me Wheelchair Fucker or uh, just a couple other people that I've talked to maybe on the internet or whatever now Vincent Price stuff of course is my favorite but I'm a big fan of Hammer Horror I can just watch Hammer Horror because I just enjoy watching old horror movies um, but uh, obviously I, if Vincent West uh, could direct a horror film I would have Peter Cushing and fucking Vincent Price in it. And that would be like my ultimate jerk off thing. Yeah. And I'd have Dean Cundley, since I can use anybody from any air, I'd have him shoot it.
0: Oh, that'd be fucking. Yeah.
2: I'd shame. have him do the, you know, all the camera, the cinematography. Uh, which I, I don't think enough people realize, you know, I, I, uh, my friend Julie went to Texas Frightmare recently, and Dean Cundley was there, and she met him. Fine. Free. Free. No. Free picture, free autograph, whatever. Um and the one that 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 got Gore Christ uh, Argento forty bucks that's with free picture and he would sign whatever you had. Yeah, and I would. I would just give him everything. Forty bucks. He can have it. Forty dollars. Yep. And you know, you know, you know, what we both also missed at that, and she missed it too. She was pissed because she had the time wrong on it. They did a Suspiria reunion at that. Oh, I know. They had everybody there Horseshit. But you know. But our friends over at Synapse have ensured me that uh, Gorecrust and I will be able to get a copy of that, even if it's sold out. Nice. Well, thank you, uh, people, the fine gentlemen at uh, Synapse. Yeah. Thank you for always liking our stuff. I got one like the other day from Scream Factory, so I guess I'll take it. I was bragging on the Halloween box set that came out a couple years ago. Yeah, you know, we only review, like, basically all their movies. We got one like, but it's okay. They don't know how to hit like on the computer, and Eric Rutan doesn't have a cell phone, so it's <laughs> it's all it's all or internet, or he also doesn't have a computer. Yeah, there's a long he records he he records he records albums by just putting his hands on the artist's shoulders and gives him a massage like this. Yep, and then the album's, and the album's done. done. So anyway, but Paul's getting ready to get his back massaged by Eric. So that's good. Yeah, you
1: know, I mean, see, I want to talk about that I'm in a second.
2: Massage my penis to that record because it's going to sound good. I think it will. I mean, he's the best uh, to me. And I actually got into an argument with uh, wheelchair fucker the other night because he was saying Scott Burns was better. I was like, not oh, really? And I love Burns stuff. But if you think about, it, Burns was like the prototype, and then Eric took that and did it way better. Eric's stuff sounds so clean and beautiful. Yeah, not to mention, you know... And, and I get who Whore going burn, in a different direction because I don't consider who Whore a death metal band. But if you're a death metal band, you need to be using fucking Eric. Yeah. And- if you're trying to just do... You know, death metal. Like, like I'll take a band that I don't like, but I bet I would buy the record if it had his name on it, and that's Abysmal Dawn. Yeah. If those guys went and used him, more of an angel. The current lineup, the Steve Tucker uh, lineup, the, 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 it's back together, him and Trey, and those two other dudes uh uh Eric's doing the record. You know it's gonna sound good. Oh yeah. You know, and you know it's gonna be nasty because I'll tell you this, Steve's not gonna be up there going, wow, out win o wah wow wow some kinda like industrial thing where he's like mo hear me brr went went out wow. Ow, 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 ow. He's not David Vincent. He's not a Nikki Six's looky look alike. He actually will... Like. he what he, he' look right I can't talk today, but he he will not do uh, a fucking industrial record or a video game record or whatever the hell that was supposed to be. I've heard so many horseshit stories. And I'll be honest with you, that last Morbid Angel record is one of the worst albums I've ever heard. Yeah, it's not even a Mormon Angel record. I don't know what that's supposed to be. I think it's a joke. It's just a big joke. I and mean, it literally sounds like they sat in the studio, farted, and then released it.
3: <laughs> they
2: actually I would have actually owned that record if they farted on it. That would have made it It's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Sounds like a brand of auto outside. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't on. know either. They're trying to... <laughs> that's funny. Like me. But, but I mean, look look at... Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Now, 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 This is just my opinion. Look how much better this Blu-ray looks than the thing. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I don't know where they got that. Look at that. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. Just stand back and look at that shot. This whole thing so far has just been... And these movies are older than fuck. They're very well yeah, It's like paid. the Bond... We talked... We had this discussion recently when Corey and I were very well taken of, though. The Bond stuff, it's the same... Th- you think that's what it is, Universal, so just kind of kick that print around? And I'm not saying the thing looks bad. No,
1: but- it looks... As- okay, okay let me really ask good. you this. I'm
2: going to... Okay, you know what we're doing, guys? Uh, uh, folks out there in internet land? I'm going to put Corey on the hot seat right here with Carpenter. What is your favorite... now? And if it's a thing, that's fine. What is your favorite Blu-ray we've watched of John's picture quality was? And I'll tell you mine. You can have, you can have two, you can have two. The thing looks really good. Okay, it does. What's your other one? Uh, Christine looked really good too. Christine does look it. Do, it looks immaculate, it does look really actually. Good. My favorite thing that they've put out that that, that Scream Factory has done because I, I'm going to first I'm going to I'm going to explain something, then I'm going to tell you what I picked. Halloween that's in that box set. It's an Anchor Bay print. The television version that's in there is not a Scream Factory. It's an Anchor Bay print. But it was exclusive to the box. That's why that box is so rare and sought after. So I'm not picking that because that's not a Scream Factory thing. I get it, yeah. Same as as I'm a big fan of In the Mouth of Madness, that's the last film John did that I jerked off all over myself in the theater because I think that movie's amazing but the Blu-ray of that doesn't look very good it's a stripped down bare bones uh, Warner Brothers Blu-ray yeah I do own it though of course Um, but my favorite two prints of his films that I've seen are Assault on Precinct 13 and Prince of Darkness Prince of Darkness looked really good and if I have to have an alternate then I'm going Escape from New York because I actually think Escape from New York looks better than the thing
1: and I, yeah, just, I haven't watched I that.
2: just have to let you see. It's just, you know, it's dark, and there's all those colors, and it's real rich. But I will tell you this. i tell you another one, that, and you're going to honorable mention, is Village of the Damned. My God, that Blu-ray looks fucking ridiculous. It's also a newer film, though. Yeah. It's 95. Um, we need to do that one. We do. We really need to do that with some. Maybe I should have done that for them. No, this one's perfect, I think. Anyway, it's fucking. Uh, yes, it's classic. It's Prince of Darkness, goddamn Dracula. It's evil, and Sammy's evil. So there you go, bud. That's my Doctor West to you, giving you some uh, British evil for your uh, evil guitar playing. I love you, uh, but but yeah, I, that, that's just my opinion. I thought we watched Prince of Darkness. Did you not think Prince of Darkness looked good? It looked great. I, I forgot about that. That was the Millie one, the creator one. Yes, it was. It was great. Uh, but now the Christina, uh, we'll talk about the Christine here. Nobody believes me about about this. See, I've seen both prints of the Christina and the Twilight. I am both. You did. know, I own. Yeah, both. well, I've seen both. Because I we I, watched I, them both. Yeah, and this right this the the Screen Factory actually tried to get the rights to that. Sony wouldn't give it up. So, which I understand, because that's a that's a that's a that's a a class that's like a classic generic title that makes a lot of money for them. Yeah, Uh, like a standard selling title around Halloween, which I don't understand because that's not a Halloween movie, but whatever. But Prince of Darkness and Assault on Precinct Thirteen. That does look really good, Prince of Darkness. Wait till you see Assault on Precinct 13. That's his second film, and it looks ridiculous. I had somebody trying to tell me one day that that's after Halloween. I was like, you're a fucking retard. <laughs> All you have to do is look at this filmography. It's not like it's rocket science to figure out what years and what times and what you know stuff that he did. Right. Um, now... Is okay. is there? We'll just continue on with this. I'm actually. This is cool. We got a vampire whore here. Yeah. And there's Chris. Did and this is important. Did. So there is a Halloween film coming out this year, but not the not the one that Danny McBride did. No, that's the one that's coming out. Is that one? No, it's next year. Well, that's yeah. That's it. then. There's one coming out this year. There is. Yes. I don't know anything about it. I was playing around the internet, and I was like, what the hell is this? Let's see. Did you ever watch your uh, Blood and Chrome? No. If y'all don't know what Blood and Chrome is, it's the reissued black and white version of the Mad Max Fury Road film. And by the way, if you don't like the Mad Max Fury Road film, you don't know anything about movies. In my opinion. I agree. And I'm not saying it to be mean. It's just the truth. You're just a fucking retard. Because <laughs> that movie is the tits, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, here it is. Halloween the Not Evil Dodd. That's why I don't understand what the Danny McBride thing is because that's not what this is. Unless that's a whole different thing. Because the Danny McBride thing is like the main thing that's supposed to be on. Well, what's that then? That's this fall. Yeah, that's some like weird bullshit thing. It's like some... I remember seeing something about that. It's like some fake... It's not fake. It's that Mustafa Cod did it. Yeah, it's some crap movie. I don't know. It's not like a true Halloween like sequel movie. It's like something else. Not what it says. It says fan, fan-funded fan film. That's what it is. Uh, brings back Tony Moran as the shape.
0: some indie
2: thing. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. If it's Michael Myers killing people, then that's, <laughs> that's what it is. That's the cool yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah, that's fine with me. I have no... And Tony Moran's in it, which... I have no objections to that. Sorry. He was Jay, he was Michael in uh, Part 6, which I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't like that, and I'm going to take something else. I'll I give some people taster's choice on Halloween Part 6. That's a good movie. It is a good it's also the last film with, with Donald Pleasance in it And to me it's better than part four and five I'll take that I don't hate four and five And I want to tell you something else If you're ever listening out there Danielle Harris, I would eat the peanuts out of your shit I met her I would eat the peanuts out of her shit She was She's fucking hot Way shorter than me She's like five foot tall I know, I like that, I want to mount it <laughs> I want to give her the doctor's stethoscope up her butthole uh, but anyway, while I listen to Vengeful Ascension, then uh, have her read from the spell book as I take her annually. <laughs> She's hot. I can't help it. Have you ever... Let me show you something. I wish if I could show you guys this out there, I would, but I can't. Have you ever seen her, her little hot photos that she did? No. you got to see this. she do nudies? Well, I'll just let you decide. Well, if it's either nudie or it's not nudie, is it? Nudie? It's not nude, but it's incredibly hot. Okay. Well, we got the soft core hour with uh, Dr. Vincent Laster. <laughs> it, they're hot, I'm telling you. I've seen so She's been nudie and stuff before. I know, but these, when I find this one. You can't I, out-thwack the Gore Christ. You just can't. I love that she's got that little tattoo on her thigh. Yeah, she th- she thinks she's hot sex because she is. I just want to I just want to fucking eat her little butt out while she's signing autographs. <laughs> it's like he paid for the VIP to taste my butt. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Is she like Moulin Rouge? It's it's a thing they did at the Palms for charity. The only thing I'm doing with my palms is
1: whacking off.
2: (laughs) Look at that tat. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. I mean, I want to see something else, though. I'm just saying even I got hot over a fucking... The doctor's overreacting here. He's not showing me the real stuff here. He's, He's holding back. Yeah, that's a little better, thanks. She's got a tattoo on her buns. Look where look at that thing. Jeez. I just wanna be like I just wanna tear her clothes off and be like, oh, I found the art. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: I just think she's hot. <clears throat> she needs to be stuffed. <clears throat> Fun stuffed. <clears throat> yeah. But I'm just saying that yeah, that was Las Vegas Midsummer's My Dream in two thousand thirteen. I'd be like it'd be my dream if I got to go back there and huff that thong she had on (laughs) (coughs) ladies send your thongs care of Dr. Vincent West's attention Corey Gore Christ (laughs) Phantasm Boulevard yeah you gotta Corey sniffs the panties then I whack it to him (laughs) make sure that they're odorous or rungus for me (laughs) but yeah I don't I don't know. I just always. She always thought she was hot. You know, she's in "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead" as like a little kid. You're like, don't tell the babysitter that Doctor West is hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't think she was hot in that, but the interview and we talked to him about this when we had him on the show. When, the interview that Sean Clark did with her, she is absolutely brutal against the studio. How they, you know, they just murdered her character in part six. That's her getting killed at the beginning.
3: Yeah. Which is stupid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now everybody's <clears throat> kind of cruising around looking for Draculia. Draculia. How is it almost always 7 o'clock? Looks like I've been here for like 10 minutes. I don't know.
3: <clears throat>
2: anyway, uh,. Goat is touring right now. <clears throat> they're about to do a headline tour with Ancient. Am I saying that right? Ancients. Excuse me, Ancients. Now, what type of music is Ancients? No clue. I've heard of them. I'm assuming they're like a. Uh, dirgy, crusty thing. Yeah, or Deathcore stuff, or it's like. Uh, I don't think it's Deathcore. Mm-hmm. It's like that gent stuff, like Meshuggah type <clears throat> atmospheric. You know what we're going to find out right now? We're going to find out what Ancient sounds like. I'm pretty sure I've seen that band before. Show. If I'm not mistaken. I don't quite remember, though, what they sounded like, but I'm pretty sure I've seen them before.
3: But yeah. Uh, it's a
2: season of misband.
3: Okay. That's a star.
2: This looks horrible. This can't be the right band. Well, guys, uh, if the movie doesn't do it first, I'm just going to go ahead and falsely. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's bored you to death. That's alright. That's seconds, I just wasted. <laughs> Let's do that one more time to see Corey's face. Is that what made <coughs> it of time, I have
3: wasted.
2: <laughs> God damn. Where are the nuts in metal anymore? There apparently isn't any. My grandma got me a cookie. <laughs> Listen how
0: gay this is. Following the boys, now available on season of footlong.
2: Oh, Sam Dunn reviewed this record last year. They did.
0: The the vocals are the gayest thing I think I've heard in years, except that barn burner band you played. Raw. He's angry. Raw.
2: Then he does the Burton belt. I'm a fruit.
0: My fart smell.
2: No, I'm here, no! He's a rock star. Don't you hear it? He thinks he's fucking Keenan Welcome back to the Banger
0: Bar for Overkill reviews. First off, oh I want to God. thank all of you for pushing us over the 50k. Oops
2: swishing us over the vendors. 50k mark and i want to thank ebay for my t-shirt collection. <laughs> it's, from it's called voice of the void. it's released today i did the i did the list. clean vocals it on it. Ancients were near
1: vancouver in 2011 and
2: their i suck their wiener because, because i'm from there. In
1: 2013
2: that debut made some serious noise in the metal underground. so let's
0: see what their sophomore effort has to offer. Let's see what my off last opinion.
2: called
1: Following the Voice and it begins with a really big loping 6-8 epic riff. Check it out.
2: That's loping? What's loping? Look, Here's what's funny is how he puts these clips of people at shows when he plays music. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, think that's funny? We love, we love Sam Dung on our, on our podcast. That Canadian footlong. What? What an old fucking haggard woman he is. <laughs>
3: what
2: an old slut. But look, look how he just takes random people and is like better head by him. And he's like, we're going to put it quick. The riff takes its time and pushes through the first couple minutes of the
3: song and then we get introduced to vocalist Kenneth Cook. Then Kenneth
1: Cook comes in from his hearty day at the burger joint and he's like, my girlfriend left me. <laughs> Roar! <laughs> <Arr-da-roar>! <laughs> Roar!
2: I'm a fruit, I have a beard And stretched out earlobes and a foot-long tattoo I'm a fruit, I'm a queer We're from Vancouver Our hockey team sucks Anyway, that's what I think of Ancients Unfortunately, they're touring with Goat Horse, so you can get there. You can get there late, so you don't have to sit through many lives I have wasted. <laughs> Jesus, I farted with more fucking talent. That looks. You know what that sounds like? That looks sounds like something fucking Brant and your brother would listen to.
0: <laughs> I'm a bro.
2: Brant's like I'm friends with him. He came out and took a picture of me in summer circle. Many lives I have... Hold on. (laughs) You just wasted Dr. West's breathing opportunity. I'd rather just went and breathed somewhere than listen to that. Because I was actually suffocating listening to their fucking turd music. The stench of their fucking footlong record. Their sophomore footlong release. Today. by Season of Shit Records. In Canada. Just look at. the that Vancouver Canucks Ancients have paved their way By having their rich family members Put them on tours <laughs> Ancients breaks through another boundary By touring with Gilhue <laughs> Gilhue God, I, I just don't get it It's the same thing with him touring with Amona footlong I don't want to watch that I saw Bathory I don't need to see Marth to try to ruin it I just don't And him walking around with that horn with fucking Bud Lott in it He's like, I'm fucking tough it's fucking stupid. It's like, yeah, where you, did you get that at a fucking? Did you get that at a fucking Renaissance fair? You fucking old fruit. It's fucking stupid. I'm gonna drink Bud Light out of this horn. <laughs> it's fucking retarded. <laughs> but who knows? I, I don't know why. I don't know why bands do that stuff. And I I don't know at what point anybody was like, that's a great tour package. Let's put this terrible Canadian band on front of go in front of go Many lives I have wife if they
3: <laughs>
2: It's like woo, I'm so fucking scared <laughs> Ooh, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight Because I heard ancients Actually I probably can't Because it's so fucking horrific and stupid um, But yeah I don't get that I've never understood Tour packages like that And I actually talked to Ben and Sammy about that and Sammy actually goes along with me with it, whereas Ben kind of tells us to be professional and be nice. And maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't. I don't know. I had fun with Sammy making fun of Death Corps, though. Because Death Corps does suck. All of it. Everybody, Every single band. Um, and that, Speaking of which, that new Suicide Silence record, the, the cover of it looks like a boy band record. <laughs> it does. Backstreet Silence. It's what it looks like. It does, doesn't it? It does. But you know, whatever. Whatever people are into, it's fun. Actually, it's not. I mean, you're an idiot, but okay. Because there's many lives I have wasted. It just sounds so generic. It's like, and then that guy's like, raw. Now we're going to kick in this part where my girlfriend likes to give a strip tease, too. It's <laughs> fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> strip tease.
2: It's just dumb. And like, And I said this recently. The reason that I love Crisian so much is because Crisian doesn't do clean vocals. Crisian also doesn't fucking do breakdowns. Crisian also does go four hundred miles an hour. I do. That's why they rule. But anyway, and uh, say what you want. There's a lot of there's a lot of bands that are still good, you know. And 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 you know, I just I just I can't do these bands with this clean singing. It's fucking corny. I, I just don't even understand I just I don't know Who put that tour package together It's just terrible It's like that fucking Footlong turd band From fucking Atlanta That's on the fucking Whole Morbid Angel tour I mean whose dick Did they suck You know who Which which family member Wrote out that check To Morbid Angel To get that tour I mean it's true What are they called Bud of the Fallen Or what the hell They're called Wolf Nuts Or whatever What was the name Of that band Wither Yeah yeah, that's the only thing, that's the only thing you are, that old fuck that's in that band. That's all you've done is withered with age, buddy. Nobody wants to fucking see that bullshit. I, I can't stand that band. It's like, how are you on that tour? I don't know. Whatever. Everybody likes whatever. You like whatever you want. I don't care. I just think you're stupid, but whatever. It's fine. And there's people mourning about Soundgarden. I don't understand that either, but whatever. Uh, you know, but hey, what do I know? My heroes die. Nobody gives a shit, so, you know, we have to... We have to make a martyr out of somebody that didn't deserve it, I guess. You know, so so be it. Um, Black hole sun, won't you come anyway? Uh, but yeah, that that band's terrible. Definitely get there late. I'm actually glad they're not coming anywhere near us on that tour. I wouldn't want to sit through that. Of course, I had to sit. I had to sit through Clown Fucker and East Tennessee Sports Rod or whatever the hell that was. Know that, you know, some kind of bullshit. I had to. Cr- crap turd I had to fucking swim through to get to go to work uh, you know whatever and you know sometimes when we do this kind of stuff you know like the creator thing I was really sick that show was a nightmare because uh, Gorecross had to get up at like fucking 5am or something the next day it, it's it's usually some kind of debacle when we try to do something or it's, or it's a debacle at the show there's some asshole that won't leave you know we're trying to do business and I, I can't get them to fuck off you know, it's like, man, I just want to tell you, and I just want to walk up to them and be like, man, I just want to tell you he doesn't care.
3: <laughs>
2: Have a good night. Get a DUI. Go to jail. Do your family a favor. Sober up for a while. <laughs> you know, but... When we destroy, when we destroy, destroy the evil. Only the evil. And your breasts.
3: <laughs>
2: I think it'd be funny if those fucking priests put her on the table and mounted it. She's like I have hard nipples and hard fangs. And that lovely dissection noise is Toodle destroying an animal. <laughs> we found a small animal outside. He's eating the carcass of it. And they're about to give her the steak to the heart, honey. Here you go. Happy New Year. oof nice vibrant blood there always nice blood in these these movies yeah and how these movies get away with a non-rating or a G rating is beyond me because people just didn't give a fuck back then so I guess Twin Peaks is going to start soon I'm excited about that yeah
3: that's awesome
2: um I'm not sure exactly when it starts I know it starts soon I need to look that up because I don't want to miss any of that that's going to be one of those things if you miss it you're, you're fucked yeah. okay, it's not going to make any sense you're just going to be like huh Didn't get on the ball with the Twin Peaks stuff Stuck
0: in my head. Hmm.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Music like that to me is just corn. You know what that sounds like? Something uh, uh, Rat Tail would listen to. He probably. Oh, I bet he bought everything from it. I bet he's down there going. He's down there going. He's one of those. This guy we used to know. He's one of those people that mouths words in the front so you get noticed by the band and he doesn't know a single word of the fucking song. (laughs) Fucking stupid. I mean, I I guess I get it, but it's also just stupid. Whatever. You know, I have to admit, I miss going to shows with it because it is funny to watch him sit down there and not know anything that he's talking about (laughs) or, or he doesn't either when he meets him. Yeah like I wasn't on that record oh really I just stole this from the man I was just saying the other day man it's so cool meeting you I've always wanted to meet Steve Benton man this is awesome and George Benton man it's fucking cool man <laughs> no Steve Benton yes. <laughs> I met Glenn of Sheen a minute ago Fucking <laughs> man man I love that too many mutilated man that shit's heavy as hell man there was a time this is really funny I'll share with you guys Corey and I went to see Cannibal and we were hanging out near the. That sounded bad. I oh, know. It was it wasn't in my. Like, Spill proof like, water was bottle. Like, it was like, douche. <laughs> but anyway, so we're standing out there and this hick walks over with some road horn. He's like, Chris Barnes fucking here. Well, fuck this bullshit. Isn't that what he did? Yeah. It was like I was like, yeah, you know, Chris Barnes has been gone since 94. He was like, That's fucking bullshit, really? He was like, Yeah, who the fuck do you think you saw up on stage tonight? He was like, Well that's fucking bullshit. I just wanna meet Chris Barnes and he just left. But it was it was funny, like he walked over with his shirt off and his fucking flying done and his rustler jeans and his fucking his fucking uh cell phone in his back pocket like a chick. And he fucking, he cruises over with his shirt off. He's just like, where's fucking Chris Bourne, motherfucker?
3: <laughs> I was just
2: like, what is this? What, what mode fucking exploded And to have all these turds at this show? Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, and let's just be honest about this. And I had this discussion. Actually, it's kind of funny. I actually had this discussion recently with uh, Matty Way, another one of our guests. I told him that I hated going to shows because it always looks like a toilet exploded because it's nothing but a club filled with turds. <laughs> what did he say to that? He actually agreed. Oh, okay. <laughs> which I think's funny. Which also probably why they don't do shows. But yeah, I'd say. Anyway, no, he. I don't know if he really agreed with me or not, but I, I'm saying it. Every time I go to one, there's some kind of, there's some kind of fucking locust loaf over in the fucking corner that fucking (laughs) crawls over and fucking tries to ruin everything I'm doing at the show. I had one guy come up to me and he's like, seriously, this is the extent of what me and the doctor have to deal with on a daily basis at these fucking shows. He comes up to me he's really drunk and he's got a fucking camera in his hand he's like, hey man, do you like nachos? (laughs) I was like... What show is that? Fuck, I don't know. Something stupid. I don't remember honestly. <laughs> do you like nachos? Yes, if I like nachos, and he was being completely hundred percent serious. You know? Hey man, do you like
3: to eat? <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey man, do you eat food for sustenance? <laughs> hey man, do you ever poop? <laughs> man, do you ever have gas? Man, what's up? Yeah, I don't like that. I, I'm curious. If you guys feel this way too, you know, let us know. I just, I don't understand why people have to walk up and start a conversation with me about absolutely nothing. At it least be like, stupid. "Hey man, how's it's it just, going?" It's just, no, it's not even that. It's like it's, it's dumb. Just, it's I, these Cro-Magnon fucking. It's creepy. It's like and drunk it's retards. Yeah, up. with a beard and they're and they fucking stretched yeah. out buttholes and, and they're like and they're, they're like man and... exactly and they're like man. Let me tell you something, man. Metal Fuck Brotherhood, man. Yeah, man. I brotherhood, I brotherhood I man. I hate nachos. I was just seeing if you know we could be friends because I like nachos. It's like, can you get the of here, please? That's not something you ask me to see if we have a comment You should ask a few more questions Before you ask me about nachos (laughs) If I'm already If I'm already at the the point where We're like going to be friends And we're going to hang out You segue the nachos into maybe Us having like a bro date and going out to eat or something It's like do you like nachos? Yes I like nachos Cool let's go out to eat Not start off knowing I exist By walking up to me and be like Do you like nachos? (laughs) And then when I said yes, I like nachos. He was like, "Cool, man, me too." It's like, "Are you a fucking loser?" I don't understand your motivation for getting up. I hey, man, know. do you ever pee? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever used a public restroom to empty your fucking wiener? <laughs> I know what you mean, though, because yeah, I'm not making that up. That's exactly well, what. Well, if asked. you remember that fucking idiot, the every every time. I try to talk to somebody Even before we were doing this This would happen But It's like I'll have people just Oh we're waiting in line For fucking El Nacho To fucking be done With his conversations Like Man I saw you yesterday Okay Yeah man It was really cool Awesome man Yeah and uh, my wife Got your CD She doesn't like it She wanted me to sell On eBay for her, But you know I'm trying to get her Into your music man Cool I think my wedding song is going to be that one track. The one I, I can't remember because I downloaded it. I had to read the the back of it. You're right. Head. They sit and, then, and ramble. And, and the then they're like, okay, cool, man. Yeah, I just had some beers, you know. I'm just hanging out. Awesome, man. Hey, man, do you think me and my six cousins can get a picture with you real quick and then maybe uh, you can sign everything I, I, I stole? I stole from the fucking internet and uh, wait. Also, go ahead and sign my my Blu-ray for Pacific Rim. Why? It just want you to sign it. Just make it even better of a movie, man. All right, cool. Yeah, man. I think I'm gonna go see you next time six years from now when you come back. Oh, cool, man. That's great. Yeah, man. I really like one of your records. Uh, your music's pretty cool. Awesome, man. I had a good time at the show. Do you got what kind of instruments you guys play? Hey, man. You, it, you play an Ibanez. What about you? You play a a, a pave, p- <laughs> and a, you play a, t- a telecrafter. That's pretty awesome, man. All right, cool, man. Well, I'm gonna get to these other fans here. Oh man, do you, you want to uh, take some more pictures? I'm gonna have a whole album for my Facebook, about 200 photos. So it's just like, <laughs> get the fuck out <laughs> of the way every time and they know that you're behind them and there's other people but they don't give a shit they they sit and stop well you know they act like they're wikipedia or encyclopedia metallum talking to these people when they're not like they just you know you're right though they stall and you can tell when they start running out of ammo to keep the the person from the band interested because they're just like man have you ever had burger king man you heard of it man I had burger king we were listening to, to vengeful ascension going to burger king man it was fucking cool man it I listen to it on YouTube because I don't have a Facebook. It's like, dude, get the fuck out of here with your horse shit. I really just don't. I don't get it most of the time. I've never been one to keep people waiting or, you know. I just don't know why people are such fucking turds. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's it's annoying though when you have to when you try to go to a show and we're trying to you know especially if we're working. I think now. there's time police that are alerted whenever me and the doctor go to shows, whether we're getting interviews or we're just actually going to enjoy a show and meet bands and stuff. And people are called like, okay, they're about to show up. All right, we'll send them in. And they just a guy shows up because there's always one person that slithers in there like a second before we're about to be like, hey, and in the same breath they're like, hey man, I saw you about twelve years ago. With my son. It's like okay. Yeah man, you guys are really cool. You you played fucking bingo hall, okay? Yeah man, I got really drunk at that show. You guys you guys like beer? Hmm. Man, have y'all ever tried crackers before like saltines? <laughs> They're really good food, especially soup. <laughs> it's just yeah. You're right. I know you, and it just will not end. It's never, man. Have y'all ever put gas in a car before? It's weird, man. It's expensive too. Look at him under the water, and just like that, the film's over. We went on a huge tirade there. Yeah, it's okay. It's fun. Well, what did you think of this movie? It's a classic fucking film. Uh, the cinematography is one of the best ever made, I think, in my personal opinion. Uh, The direction by Terrence Fisher is iconic. It's, you know, all the stuff he's done. I mean, this is just the beginning of the stuff that he's, you know, starting to do, so it's pretty awesome. And, uh, it's essential. This is an essential film for horror fans to watch. You can't go wrong when you got the likes of Christopher Lee playing Dracula. I mean, it's, you just can't go wrong with it, so... Um, yeah, I love it. It's, it's right up there with the best of them. It's a special film for me from my childhood. I love that ending. I think that ending's iconic, him falling into the water and then him looking at you. And that blood shit, that's really gross, too. The blood looks really good in this film. The, all the fog and stuff coming out of the thing It's just amazing. And he doesn't speak through the whole film, which is also interesting, but, uh, uh, anyway, uh, Sammy and Ben from Goat War. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking to them. Uh, Sammy I've kind of gotten to know from just him seeing me shows. He remembered me and everything, so that's cool. Uh, Zach I barely got to see, and that, uh, uh, the bass player I didn't Robert. Talk to. Yeah, he was up doing other stuff, TA or whatever they call him. Uh, but Ben and Sammy, it's a killer interview. I hope you guys enjoy it. Venture Ascension comes out in June June 23rd. 23rd. Metal Blade. Metal Blade Records. And you get your pre orders from merch.com. Yes, you can. Or metalblade.com slash goat whore. And that's all I got. That's all I've got. Enjoy. Interview's coming up. Uh, and from the doctor and I, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. And stay fucking gory. All right. This is Dr. Vincent West with the Phantasm Podcast, and I'm here with. I
1: like the way this is going. On. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, Dr. Vincent West. That's me. with the Phantasm Podcast. Podcast.
2: Yep, that's me. Man, and that's a great
1: introduction. Well, thank you. And
2: my House of Horrors, my favorite band. We're with Goat Horror, Ben and
1: Sammy. How are we doing, guys? Oh, pretty fucking man, man. good. I heard your man. favorite band was Behemoth, man. Mine? Oh, just yours. <laughs> No, I heard your favorite band was. Uh, I'm on the mark. Do, do 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 I'm on the mark. Do 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 I'm on the mark. Do do. do.
0: Yeah. it. All right.
1: Let's get serious.
2: All right. How about you guys tell me how the band came together.
0: There's a lot of variations to that. Yes. Man. Any any way you want to. Start, okay. So whatever Wherever look. you guys want to. Start. Check it out. So they they. Sammy and Jared and Zach Nolan. Well, you and Zach Nolan first yes, started the it was inception. a
1: two-piece when we first started. Okay. And we loved Beherit. We loved Blasphemy. We loved all the like old, real black metal bands that nobody... Like the real fucking like necro, nasty yeah. fucking... Nazarene, Beherit, and all shit like that. So me and a drummer started a worship band of that. Then it just kind of evolved into, you know, well, let's try to sound like Celtic Frost and Venom with that vibe. And so you had, then
0: at that point, you had like Sammy, and that Zach was ben, Nolan, that was Ben Stout, the Ben Stahl, Pat Bruders, and Jared.
1: Yes. And then, Jared quit. And I was singing at the time. And in Baton Rouge, I tried to fight seven dudes oh, in a bar, God. and uh, like I said... Uh, that was
0: that bar, it was like near the the,
1: the uh, LSU campus. Yes, yeah. and needless to say... What started the brawl? I don't even remember. Okay, gotcha. It was a
2: catfish sandwich. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> needless to say, I didn't win that fight.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't think I...
1: So I got my jaw broken, so I couldn't sing, and we had a bunch of shows booked... And my good friend Ben Falgu was like, I'll fill in for the shows because your jaw's broken, right? And it just, it just kind of fell into place, and it was like, why change it?
0: This okay. is great,
1: you know. And from there, everything just kind of fell you know, into place.
0: A few change of members here and there, and things evolve,
1: okay. and things, you know.
2: And your your first record label, you talk about.
1: No, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, at we're not gonna talk about that. I do not want to talk about them at all. What
2: about the what about the the album? We can start with the first album though, can't we can talk about the first album? Oh, uh, a okay. of yeah,
1: yeah, fantastic. Good great experience. It's the, a great
0: record. You know what the first hell you know of a what's debut. funny about that record is the first time when we did the demo we all went in and we were drinking fucking beer and Yeah. <laughs> we were drinking beer and then we came back and let's do it like this sounds uh, like shit. This sounds like shit. We need to redo <laughs> <it>. <laughs> We brought, like, a case of beer. And Sam was like, you know what I heard? If you drink beer, doing vocals is really cool. <laughs> and we did the vocals for the fucking record, and we're like, oh, this
1: sounds, it sounds terrible. like garbage. Let's redo it. Well, it did work for the Ritual Killer record, but that's a completely different story.
0: <laughs> but well, yeah, so we did that. I mean, it was basically the Seren- Serenades to the Tides of Blood, the demo. There's demo. a bunch of shit that's... That's on basically like majority of that is on Eclipse really? of Ages and yes. block. Okay, except for like a few songs here and there. Well, now, and then did you? You all did a lot of touring for that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We actually we we did we did a lot of touring we did for a each record of touring for that. Even though it was like such a small thing, like with the label and everything, we still went out. Luckily enough, we were. Hooked up with certain individuals that we were able they, to get they on. They believed in us and helped us. I don't know if they necessarily believed in well, us. Well, they wanted to help us. I don't think they wanted to help us. Well, we we
1: accomplished <laughs> a lot of shit during that fucking time. Oh, no, we
0: did. We did a lot of fucking crazy tours, man. We did. We toured with Mortician and Malignancy. Love, I love. We toured Mortician. with Gore. We toured
1: Immolation. Immolation, Arms.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did. Immolation That's was the first band that brought us to Europe. That's amazing. You know. Yeah. We did immolate, It was Immolation, Melakesh, Us, and, and sickening, uh, horror. sickening Horror. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Remember the drummer from fucking Nile?
1: Yeah. Yes. His first band. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. So, Small we world. did a lot of stuff with Immolation, you know, back in the day. Ross. Oh, yeah Ross, yeah,
1: Ross and Bob are good dudes. They One are suits, They write some
0: amazing fucking shit.
2: Man. We know, I, I, I got to do this. They would kill me for bringing this up, but okay. I went and interviewed them. And I was like, they were on this really weird package, and I was like, why aren't you all on like a death model package? And they were like, we well, are just trying to kick some bucks or whatever. Because to me, and I won't say who it was, but I was like, why the fuck are you opening for them?
0: Yeah, and he was so he was so flattered it's though. The industry, he was like, man, it's the industry It's so is fucked how they right do.
1: now, dude. You got to do what you got to do nowadays, man. What's
2: well, like, you guys? Do you, I had a conversation with you outside Masquerade? on a tour you guys were doing a couple years ago and you all just slayed every band on that bill. Everybody wasn't there for Go and they should have been because you all slayed yeah. everything on that fucking bill and I support you all no matter where you're Well Sometimes you're you just gotta what
1: do you what, you, what, you, what you, you gotta do, man. Well, it was beautiful.
2: We were you talking know, about You know it what the it show. is? It's, it's like amazing. the
0: music industry, they, it has this concept and sometimes it's not working but the thing is, is you can't let it get to you because once you start letting it get to you, then that's when... That's
1: when you, the, the, it destroys you. Yeah. Right. You, you, you don't know, not like It gets very, it gets very discouraging, anymore. dude. So you times. have to take
0: that element and then you have to step away from it and go, this is what I'm doing and fuck whatever's going on exactly. in that scenario. Right. And we just do what we have to do. You believe it So when we do, do a tour like the but summer whatever. slaughter Who thing or something, we're like... All right, yeah, we're just doing this, and we're going to go out there for, what, 25 minutes for something? Right, well, <laughs> and then I mean, just do. It. I saw you guys do that.
1: Yeah, well, and I mean, just go some, out
0: there and do it, and then afterwards just have a good time. I mean, some and, like, kid
1: out there would be like, that's not exposed to this kind of stuff, would be like, wow, that's... That's way heavier than what I've been listening to. Oh, yeah, yeah it's beautiful. And I'm not going to name any other Exposure. bands. Or- well, no, you have to understand, you have, a, you
0: have a younger generation growing up, oh, yeah. and they're being confused by what the business wants them to know, what right. is metal. whats what has been
1: spoon You know what I'm then, saying? You know? Right.
0: So then you have bands like us and like... Destroy 666 yeah, and yeah, Toxic Holocaust. Yep. And Watan and yeah, fucking yeah. And the and list goes Christ. on and on. And Judas you know? Priest and things. And, oh, yeah. And these kids go to these shows and they're like, holy shit, this is. Right. You know, this well, is. It's, it's what's special. Everything about comes you guys, full circle. I like that because you'll you get know? on a
2: bill like that and then you can. It's education. Yeah. yeah. For the people that know, then they love it. It's all you know? about
1: people that have never heard the Plasmatics or Venom before. Yeah. Or Celtic Frost. But anyway. <laughs>
2: so. Enough. Uh, funeral dirge for the rotting sun, which I saw you guys here yeah. over at a little place called Blue Cats. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that yeah. show.
2: Uh, twice, I think you all played Blue yes. Cats, or just once? Yeah, we played twice. That twice. Yes.
0: we played it once with on super, our own headlining, and we, and we played, played it with, that with super, super Joint, Joint Yeah, yeah, it was good shows. That record was a unique record. There was a, there was, there a, was very
1: uh, dark times yeah. during that record. Because That was when he got in his accident and his legs were broken. And he was going to a massive depression. I didn't know about uh, any of that. Yeah. And I was going to a very heavy, uh, yeah, drug addiction fight, which I
0: that record was I would really say that I
1: overcame
0: in, in so many different yeah.
1: ways. It's yeah. a very dark record,
2: it's a great record. It's it's the first one I bought. And yeah, I no, I, bought I mean, I
0: agree. Was, Even like when we recorded, we recorded at a studio that was
1: like relatively unknown basically and kind of haunted in the yeah, oh dude yeah, yeah. yeah I okay tell you so look it was two levels okay. video, dude.
0: it was two levels It was a ground level and then it was an upper level and what they did was usually like when bigger bands or whatever came in they would rent the upper level and they would stay in there and they would go downstairs and record and everything well, we weren't staying there, but there was some nights we were late, and the guy was just like, "You know what? We're, we're gonna be here till like fucking three in the morning. I can just stay upstairs." Oh, okay. And we're like, "Cool." <clears throat> Weird shit happened numerous nights. One night we were in the control room, and uh, we were listening to something, and the way it, it was like the control room, and it faced into the main room where you recorded and everything. Well, but the there was this hallway, God damn it. and something came by me. quick in the hallway like we didn't know what it was we just kind of everybody kind of caught it out their eye it nobody a, said a, was, anything yeah nobody said anything but everybody was just like I mean, looking around them finally somebody said hey man did you see that And they're like yeah i didn't want to say anything and then it was one night we were in there and upstairs, we heard it sounded like a hundred people running back and forth. Why
2: like you're like, trying to sleep? No, we, no, we, we were, were downstairs. Well, we're forward forward we're down 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 we, we
1: were down listening, to, we we were listening to music, yeah. and the top floor was like all the fucking <laughs> sleeping area. <laughs> so, like you downstairs, where everything's being recorded, <laughs> right. the upstairs is all like fucking beds and stuff. Right, and it literally sounded like an army. Charging up there, and it was like me and him and the guy that was producing the record, just like we were doing some vocals with Dave whatever. Reynolds. Yes, and it was like three o'clock in the morning. It was completely quiet, and all of a sudden, it sounded like an army charging <coughs> upstairs. Like
0: yeah. what? It was the- like they were like running back yeah. and forth upstairs. The thing about the place was, it used to be. You focused- could there was two ways to get upstairs. You can go in the front door up the stairs in, but in the back part of the studio, there was a spiral staircase that went up. It was that metal yeah. spiral staircase that went yes. up onto the top floor. That was the only two ways to get wow. in. And yeah. after that happened we went up and it was just there was dead nothing up there. Silence. Dead up there. Silent. Nothing. But it was like the- people like running and moving back there and there forth. They was insane.
1: There. there was that one night when I was doing guitar tracks and like all right, you have the the mixing board or whatever And there's a piece of glass, and you can look in, like, where you record the drums and the guitars and amps and stuff, and you have that glass between, like, the control room and where you record. Yeah. And, like, when you push your hand against a piece of glass when it's really cold, you can see the frost around it. Okay. One night, me and the guy that was producing the album, like, something weird happened to where the amps, like, everything just shut down. And it was just a handprint of like the frost against a glass.
2: It's weird.
1: But yeah. when we come to find out afterwards, it used to be a bookie house. Back in the day, it was like okay. a gangster bookie house, and oh, some shit. rival gang came in and like mowed down like forty motherfuckers just in there and just killed them all. Where's the
2: studio
0: at? Uh,
1: it, it's in New Orleans. It's like going it's, out. It's not Katrina. C- C- Katrina destroyed. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. When,
0: when Katrina came through, the whole bottom level got flooded and rebuilt or anything. That okay. place
1: was like they fucking did. haunted as shit, dude. But it was
0: it was unique. It was a unique experience. That whole record, like, like looking back at that record, it was very unique just because of everything that was the whole
1: scenario outside. was going on and then
0: even like where we recorded it and
2: everything that right. happened with it you know it's it's a great record i think it stands out it's it's fun to listen to it's, yeah yeah it's different because every every time you listen to it it's i don't know i hear different stuff on that record because i listen to it on headphones yeah it's
0: like it's, di- it's very different man my cd and
2: listen to it. so yeah. so it's yeah. good and you did a lot of touring for it yeah and that's when you So you finish that, and then we move on to haunting curse, and you got yeah. That was
0: our first one with Metal Blade Records, and the first time we were able to actually sit down and do shit. Proper saw you guys at the Muse on
1: that tour. (laughs) Geez, probably. Oh, dude, yeah, we used to play the Muse a lot. I saw you several times there, and
2: that was that thing's long gone. That was all.
1: Thank goodness. Yeah, I don't know that fucking place, man. I'll tell you a
2: funny story. I was there one time, not to see you guys. I was there to see Vital Remains, and this is when Glenn Benton was fronting them, and he got there, and they didn't pay him, and I saw him just go.
1: Oh yeah, we know Glenn.
2: It was fun. All <laughs> this i never got to see that. It actually horrified me at the time because I was like, "He's gonna fucking kill that whoever was that book stuff or whatever else." Because he yeah, went, yeah. he went bananas. Glenn
1: gets a little intimidating when he does. <laughs> oh, that apple. was the place though, When he doesn't play play in get his, his <laughs> yeah.
0: all the time back in the day. Yeah, I mean, dude, we played there with thirteen forty nine. I saw that. It was like fucking. That was the place to play in Nashville. I yeah, hate that place. In Nashville, it just
2: <laughs> Nashville has like. I think the only thing that's left there that when I used to go to shows in the 90s was, is, uh, oh, what's that place near the, it's near the, it's about two blocks from a liquor store and a hustler store. I'm trying to think it's of it. It's like that Exit in. That's and then, it. Yeah, yeah. Exit yeah. Inn's like the last yeah, place. Yeah, that
1: place is awesome, though. It man. is.
2: We went and saw Belfagor there last yeah. year, but it was, when we went, when we, it was, it, it was cool, I did, you, and I saw you out the news. So that was a. I don't really. No, I think no, that mandatory. one place, Exit is really the so only place that I would still go to our there. But yeah,
1: just
0: again.
1: make sure everything. Stop it.
2: <laughs> Funny <and laughs> curse. So yeah, it's. I love that. I love that. Record. Yeah, that's that was definitely.
0: Well, also too, that was the introduction of. Zach Simmons yeah. on drums
1: because And then we, we got left. signed to Metal Blade and everybody yeah. was like screaming sell out, go to work, no. signed to Metal Blade. So we went to make the most extreme record we possibly could at the time. And that's why that album is filled with like so much fucking like blast beats and just it's crazy great. It's insane great shit.
2: I mean, that, I love yeah, that record. There's
0: a lot of cool shit on that fucking
1: record. It is. And,
2: and the... I'm trying to the, the video off of that record. Uh, of Likes Likes Likes. Likes. Oh. Yeah, we, shot that,
0: that. we, we shot that. And actually, we did "Forever
1: Consumed" the Biv- oblivion. It that, that that was a live show we did in fucking uh, New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yes. Yeah. Really. Yes.
2: Now, now who all did you all tour with on that besides Jeez. Oh we toured Fuck man Where
1: do you want Wherever I can't, just I can't even remember A memorable that, You know what maybe? though
0: that was a weird
1: moment in That's, like We music. toured with Celtic Frost on that album Yeah yeah That's a very memorable one. and Venom 11 and years it, ago and Emperor as well Yeah Really, so that was yeah. a very that was a very good year. For That's
2: us. awesome. That was that in that was in
0: Europe, I'm assuming.
2: No, no it was all
1: here. that
0: was in the states. Really, all well, U.S. Emperor only did like a few shows. They did a couple of shows in California. Wait, was that that was that the last Celtic Frost record? And you all did? Yep,
1: Monotheus. Yes, Monotheus before turned, before it turned into Triptykon. Mas-
2: Yes. Yep. Okay, so cool. That's
0: cool.
1: I like that record. I don't yeah. Like that. Well, that record's awesome, yeah, good, man. Too. Anything yeah. Tom G. Warrior does, <laughs> it's good. He, can do a, yeah. he can do a fucking pop record. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> that's it.
2: It's good stuff. And then, so y'all, uh, what about Europe on that tour, Haunting Curse? Uh, we, that's we,
0: what we went with, yeah. Immolation. Yeah. Yes,
2: that's Immolation. Yeah.
0: The last bit of it?
1: All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> the shit
2: So the rest and the rest of that you would do. The, you can talk about uh, recording haunting
0: curse. And talk about like. Oh yeah, well that's that's our first introduction with Eric Rutan and going to Mana Studios. I want to well. talk to you about Eric. A sec this is I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I, yeah. To me, and I don't know what you guys think. To me, he's the
2: because I'm a big death metal, old death metal, not oh this all the Tampa stuff because I'm from uh, Florida. i grew from Canada, but I grew up in Florida. Big Tampa Bay Lightning fan. I mean, that's my area. That's my general my, yeah, Tampa yeah. shit. But, you know, Scott Burns was the man back in the day. To me, Eric's like the guy now.
0: No, For dude. For death metal Eric, bands. Eric uh, Rutan is amazing. You know what? I started, the the first time I went to Rutan was with Swollen Green. No, sh- I... You know? That's right. He did... You uh, know, he did, he did uh, Confrontation. Yes. And then he did Inevitable Collapse. But Confrontation was before we even did Haunt and Curse. And so we did that, and then I was telling the dudes in Goat War, well, you know, maybe we should go to Eric Rutan and, and try some things out, you know? And it was cool, because with Eric, he, you know, his involvement with so many different things, like, uh, you know, Morbid Angel, when he was in that, and oh, then yeah. Hate Eternal and everything like that. So there was that thing like that, and it, it just evolved. And so we went with him, and then after that, we did... You know, carving out the eyes of God. We did blood for the Master. We did constricting rage the yep. merciless with him. You know, because we had this little thing going on that you know we all kind of had this idea and we were on the same page with things. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't reflect anything with like the new stuff. Oh at no, we'll all. get to that. I just, yeah, yeah.
2: I just wanted to ask you do, you: do you agree with me that he's like
0: the modern Scott Burns? Oh yeah, for, de- especially for death. Well, you know what? You guys- I don't want to, I don't want to say that because the thing with Scott Burns was. Like, I, I remember all those records when I was a kid growing up oh, coming out that came out of there. And everything started to sound very similar. Sim- yeah. You that's know what tr- I'm saying? It's, it's true, it did. But. With Eric, he can, he's kind of, he's like that, but everything doesn't sound no, the same. No, no, you know? I mean, cause he, no. He no. I mean, because he went from doing saying. like us to Cannibal Corpse to mad ball, you know, to agnostic. He did agnostic front even. You know what I'm saying? I love that Yeah, Belfagor. So he had a lot of variation going on, so he did a lot of different things. And I think that's what really helped him out a lot was doing the impact of all these different variations of styles to kind of branch out what he did as an engineer.
2: Well, I was excited as a fan when you all went to him initially because I was like... Being the big death metal fan, and me knowing him from Morbid Angel, I remember seeing him in this venue, that the big room over there in '93 on Covenant. And, you know, he was the live guitarist or whatever, and it was, yeah, it was yeah. fucking amazing. And just, this is a big fan of his in yeah. general, but it's like I, it was interesting because I've noticed a lot of people have stopped. Not, I'm not saying that's why you guys did, but I know, like when Cannibal did, it was like noticeably different to me. Yeah, like, but Cannibal's
0: like, there now doing a new record. Are they doing it with Eric? Yeah. They went back to Eric. Yeah. Everything comes no, it's, it's fu- certain, No, the reason you know. it's
2: funny is because the last time, because I can't get Paul to do this podcast, but I've known Paul for years. And when I was like, he was like, what do you think of the new record? I was like, dude, I can't do the Mark Lewis Whitechapel
0: production on it. And he was just like, oh. No, man, you know what?
2: You know? I think. I mean, get- I just, I kind of got it. I mean, I didn't fuss it, but he was asking me, and I was not going no, no, no. to lie. But you know? I
0: think, I personally think that sometimes, you know, bands go along and they want to just. Mix they it up is what he told yeah, me. Yeah, they but. mix it up, try something different. You know, I don't want to say like, you know that old saying like, if it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But within music, every engineer, the way they hear things and the way they yeah. participate in the recording right. is different for every band. So with that aspect, I, I just think that you know, Cannibal. Cannibal's been doing shit for a long. I mean, oh dude, yeah. Look, how, I mean, look how Scott long, Burns. We will talking about Scott Burns a minute. Look before. how long Cannibal's been doing things. You know, in ge- in general, with every record they've done. I mean, they've went through like Colin Richardson. Oh yeah. Fucking. Um, Shit! What's his goddamn name? I, I got off talking about Scott remember. Burns and was talking about Eric. But Taylor anyway, yeah, Cannibal Cannibal shifted so many different times through so many different things. Oh so yeah, definitely. They're still. I mean, it's amazing that they still exist and do what they do. It is. They're still
1: the best at what they yeah. do. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. They are. But in all my that, opinion, they're still the best death metal band that exists. They're nowadays. great at what
2: they do, and you know, I'm. I always, I always feel weird when I t- when I when I talk to. Uh, when I talk to Paul about stuff, because you know he's and there's stuff I won't talk about in here, but he's because he knows I'm a fan of all of it. You know, yeah. we had Chris Barnes on the podcast a while back. I'm a huge fan because I love their first four records. Yeah, to I mean, well, me, grew up that that, that stuff records, is yeah, fucking nasty, and I love his. I mean, lyrics. the bleeding, you his can't lyrics fuck, lyrics you were, can't
1: fuck with the bleeding, dude. That's a no, no, out. no. Well, you know my favorite. I mean, not to take anything away like, from I love dated, George, I love him, but
0: Birds. Oh man, but
1: there's something special about the bleeding. See, for me, it's Tomb. Tomb and Mutilated was... That was probably their most extreme... I'll,
2: I'll share this with you guys. We, we had him on the podcast. I was talking to him. We were doing a Skype interview. And I got him talking... I couldn't believe I got him talking about Cannibal, what he did. And he was like... He goes, the song Necropedophile. I literally was so pissed off when I was living down in Tampa at this... Uh, elementary school across from me I literally went and recorded those kids playing and then wrote the song
1: so think about that I mean it's fucking I mean think he's about, sick and I love that, that yeah. I was like yeah, you yeah.
2: know and to me it just I love the old logo you know the original logo I oh, love yeah. his logo I love that and just yeah. but I love all of it I mean I love George I like George and he's a monstrosity but it's just I don't know it's weird it's like a lot of people got my ass about doing that interview with him and it's like man he's the original singer of that band like if you're a fan of Cannibal Me it's. I like all of it well, yeah, yeah, of course, you know. You but need those to ask him those about those tip. those
0: first four records were just nasty. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Great I agree. I agree. Mary I remember, dude. I remember yeah. when I bought uh, Eating Mary's? Back to Life for the first time. Oh, it was yeah. fucking intense. That's a great record, you know. It, it is. And then Butcher at Birth came out, yeah, and then yeah, Apple and Apple, of Me. It was just like they just kept. Boom, boom, boom. It, yeah, it was boom. like holy fucking shit. Yeah, I mean, I remember going to Bloody
1: Mary, up
0: to like Milwaukee Death Fest and shit like that when saw I saw, the, I saw them. them there and, on the yeah. bleeding. You I, know, I, it's like, I saw Cannibal, Suffocation, Deicide, all those fucking bands like in the heyday, like it was just fucking insane, dude. Milwaukee was fun. All those bands I've never been to Maryland, but my friends made fun of me. I was like, fucking oh
2: records, yeah, that stuff's cr- I mean, Milwaukee was crazy. I remember going there as a, like I was like 19 when I first went to that and I was like, this is fucking great.
0: I'll go there and lose my mom because I didn't have money to buy all the shit <laughs> I saw in fucking oh, no, me shirts and
1: stuff. CDs Dude, it was and like everything. a fucking. It was like a building with like if you were into death metal, it was like it's over. Death metal, thrash metal, black metal, any well, kind was of fucking. Like, this is before the black metal thing. Well, happened. no, it was
0: kind of too when the black metal thing was like because was, they had a lot of
1: like weird black metal yeah. shit.
0: You know, it was it was swimming around, but
1: yeah. But yeah, so you know, people knew about Impale Nazarene and Blasted. I mean ma'am Death
0: Rush was fucking already out. People that's were just not kinda, my favorite. Yeah. But anyway, that's not getting it's, it's not your favorite, but it was fucking the uh it was the catalyst for the Alright, let's move on.
2: Okay, we're, we're moving on. We're gonna start now with uh Carving Out the Eyes <laughs> of God.
1: When the big change <laughs> happened. <laughs> when the big change happened. Carving out the eyes of God.
0: Yeah, that was a shift. That was a yeah. big shift, man. Dylan.
1: Yeah, both heads in there. <laughs> Ride them around, yeah. yeah. That was that was a big shift, man. yeah. That's when we put on our uh, big boy black and roll pants. When we were like, you know, we, we ain't worried about doing a bunch of blast beats and trying to play a million fucking miles an hour, we just want to write. Evil ass rock and roll. And that's when and that's, that's when what,
0: Sammy sat down with Eric Rutan and said,
1: you know what? My guitar I have sounds this guitar sounds like sound. Shit. And I needed <laughs> to need sound a fi- like a fucking shit. You need song. to fix it, Eric. You need to fix it. And but he did. Eric
0: knew, he did. Eric knew. Eric knew. It wasn't When we first went to Eric with Haunting and Curse, he Well there was some. No, Shit he, was, that he came from the school of, like, Morbid Angel and Hate Eternal. Oh, yeah. And then we stepped into there, and Gonor was more like but there was other things a that, punk band playing heavy metal. But there was
1: other things on you know, that That's what metal. I liked about it. You know what I'm all saying? It was like he a But Rutan,
0: Rutan didn't really understand that concept there was just There were other things yet. that came into but play on that But when we got in situation. there with him, Danny started to go, oh, I see what's going on. It was on, like, Rutan, you know?
1: all right, we're getting ready to come in there in a month, all right? All we want you to listen to is fucking Two Mm -hmm. Megatherion by Celtic Frost. And you'll get it.
0: You told him to listen to that. That's
1: what we told him. And, you know. And he did.
0: I mean, dude, Rutan's great. The the thing about Rutan that was fucking awesome is. He gets the best. As we went along, he kind of molded with us. He became like part of the the situation. You know what I'm saying? He
1: stopped. Thinking of us like this technical death metal band, yeah, and sort of embracing what we are yeah. basically, like, like a, bl- dirty, a black and roll, not
0: perfect band. Fucking yeah. rock and roll meets fucking black metal. I remember death metal, some nights you know?
1: listening in the control room with me and Rutan, listening to like the Ramones and the Plasmatics, <laughs> and it was like, Do you understand what I'm saying? And he's like, hey, It's just fucking awesome. And from yeah. having From having Air Groutan Mr. Brutal Heavy Death Metal Dude Me And him Listen to The Plasmatics And the Ramones He understood You know
2: He started Y'all got him to get it What you were trying to get well, out of Like him. I said he got I think we both you.
0: worked together
2: on that It's beautiful
0: We had what we liked And he had what we What he liked And we mixed it And blended it And that's how we started to work uh, on things and Everything worked, you, worked you know? out perfectly Because he, like Sammy was saying, he had this thing, like, the Morbid Angel, like, solid, yeah, precise like, you know, fucking, he, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, you listen to, like, Altars of Madness and Blessed Are the Sick and Domination and all that, and you hear that precision. But we came in there, kind of We're not
1: that kind of no, no, no. We're not that kind of band.
0: We're kind of sloppy at times and shit like that, but...
1: <laughs> I mean, Angus Young, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's
0: like ACDC meets Dark Throne, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can see, yeah. <laughs> It's But
1: it that took, was that took, was the thing. It took it was, a little while for Eric to understand yeah. that. And when he grasped it, he grasped it yeah. by the fucking ball. It was
0: funny because after we did records with him like that, and he'd be doing some other record, he goes, you know what, I'm kind of using like a goat whore technique with this record. <laughs> he because would say it's that to yeah, 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 fucking
2: awesome. You know?
0: <laughs> because it would, it would be like, oh, well, this is another." Because the thing is, it's like, this is another variation of how to do another band. You know, because everything doesn't. Instead
1: of being like this fucking thinking about things like in the same way. Yeah. You know, capturing the essence and the personality of the band. You know, instead of being like, all right, this is a technical death metal band. We're gonna make it sound like Morbid Angel. Right. Tried and true thing. Yeah. You know, instead of being like that, I think we broke Eric out of that mold to where it's like capture the essence of the strengths of the band, instead of trying to be so... I think the thing was, too, line, he you know? was
0: really open to it, which was cool.
1: Oh, he had no choice. You know? Well, he had no choice, but... Because I was like carving out the eyes. No, I was, well, I I mean, was like, he dude, could, you could have like, he a could guitar He could have a
0: choice. He going. could be like, <laughs> ah, fuck y'all, we're not going to do this, you know? But he was really... Him and Sammy got a good relationship together, and he was really open to how things would have... I remember... I remember being there one night, I think it was for carving, and we were doing stuff, and we were just like, here, listen to this. And we were playing, like, Dog Thrown Under a Funeral Moon. He was like, oh, this sounds terrible. He was like, this record sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you have to get him. But, yeah. but the thing he, was, he was after doing that with, that with him, he would get the idea. Probably well, like-
1: the raw black metal stuff. He'd, we had to kind of explain to him what he needs to look at the good points yeah you know instead of being he cool. was, was, was missing it. It it wasn't, instead it of being like, like, like a producer and saying it's not pristine yeah, exactly yeah, 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 yeah. Produced.
0: the thing about producers too and engineers is they're always thinking about oh, if this comes out my name's on it but at the same time it's coming out and it's you and this band getting an idea of what the
1: band sounds like but I'll know? never forget that it was oh no no it wasn't on the funeral moon it was fucking what's that one got one goddamn dark throne album that's like nasty as shit hands of files no it was the one before total that. death no it was the one before that God damn it that really <laughs> not on the funeral moon yes uh, yeah. and it it was like dude you hear how like the drums sound like it's recorded in a room and nothing separated it sounds like a drummer playing drums it's like I understand what you're saying yeah. I'm not saying it sounds good. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying. But he would take
0: those elements and then try to incorporate them into doing what we were doing, you know? So it was cool because it would open up things. And that that was the good thing about Eric was he was willing to open up and do stuff like that and not just be set in stone and be like, no, this is how it's going to be. This is how we're doing it. He was like okay, cool, I want to work this out and let's come to a term together that makes this fucking happen. Now, when did you When did you all, where
2: you had to sit down where you were playing him records, did you start immediately when you all started working with him? Or we did would just,
0: it it was just random, like, we'd be hanging out at the studio and we'd do stuff, you know, That's cool. and then there'd be a night, we'd be in there late, because, I mean, we'd be in there late, we'd be in there until like 2 and 3 in the morning, we'd start at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so we'd be in there at 12, maybe 14 hours a day, and then sometimes you get to a point where it's just you're in there all day recording, and you're just like, it's like ramming your head against the wall, and so you kind of break away, and you're like, and sometimes hey you man, just gotta
1: listen. Let's to the right listen to this shit. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so cool. you do that,
0: and you hang out for a little while, and so those aspects kind of come into Makes play. Makes sense. With it. Yeah. Well, you know,
2: it's funny, I was just sitting here thinking, I'm pretty sure you all used him like a year or two before Cannibal. Yeah. Because their first one was Kill. I think. Yes. yes. So. Yeah. yeah. So, Carving, now you you recorded with Eric. Yeah. And yes. And then you did, uh, you want to talk about the recording process, obviously, with Eric, so that was fun, and you guys were hanging out and doing stuff. And then what about the touring
0: for
1: that record? It uh, was It relentless. Relentless. as usual. It was a, yeah, uh, just the work I can't, the can't really yeah. remember a whole lot of it. It was just... A lot like, of fucking
0: different tours, different, different like things. What was it? the one we did... Uh, Actually, on Haunting Curses, when we did that Metal Blade 25th anniversary tour, right with like yes. Cannibal, Black Dahlia yes. Murder, yeah.
1: the Red Cord, us, the Absence, and people were looking at us like we were yeah. a bunch of jackasses. But that was a
0: good tour. <laughs> that yeah. was a good tour. And then, uh, and then Carving came out. We did a lot of yeah, we did a lot of different things, obscure did Then we was that when we did what, tour with 1349 for Carving? What was that? Us them and not missed him yeah i think so
1: that's the first time we went to australia
0: yeah on oh, that. okay well, yeah
1: we yeah 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 what was that like? that was like a fantastic. that was like a different thing we went with it was with
0: behemoth and job for a cowboy oh that's that's a yeah and it was like big ass show yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet. It was
1: fantastic it was
0: crazy we went out there first we did like two shows in new new zealand and then we went and did australia and it was just like, it, holy was like fuck. it was like some of my
1: favorite bands from Austria, like B.C.L. Warlust and fucking yeah. Hades Archer and fucking all that shit. Story sure, 666 from there, Yes. Oh, that's one of my favorite true. bands of all yeah, time. Yeah, they're great. That, um, let's see. The spiritual uh, Spirit of Longus. I probably shouldn't say that name, but I'm a fan.
3: I
2: mean, there's a there's a bunch of bands. Yeah, there, there's man. a
1: bunch of great Australian. Yeah. Fucking, dude, Australia has a lot of ACDC. Like intense, that intense don't,
0: like ACDC. Well, I mean, uh, that's obviously. But well, yeah, but, but I'm talking about. Of I that, mean, if you if I'm you, talking you talking ask most like people, intense, it, they have a a lot intense of fucking, like black death metal bands. Oh, I know.
1: They're great. just like it, you. Can just when you hear it, they they sound like their shoulders are like tensed up. Yeah, like they were just ready to kick. Bestial
2: Warlust is great. Now that's some of the that's the. What two of them ended up in Destroyer Six Six Six, or one of them?
1: Uh K.K. Warslot from Destroyer Six 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 ended up in that band. Okay, and what was the singer's name? Fucking goddamn it! He started another band called Cemetery Urn, okay. and he was in Abominator for a while. I like that band. Yeah, dude, I love. I all bought that. one of those records. I, love all and I was all that like, shit, this is man. fucking
2: raunchy. Yeah, are they from? Are they Australian too? Yes, that um, band's actually. I good. love all that that's shit. That's a great right? name too. It's like any kind of thing, embalming or abominator. It's like one of yeah, dude. <laughs> this shit's fucking it's sick. Good, shit, man. It is. It's good. So, and then we'll move. We'll move on to uh, Blood for the Master. I fucking love that album. When I bought that, I was like, I don't know, the the, the cover art when I first saw it, I was like, this is interesting. And then I bought. Yeah, it. that's that's the first. And time then I we listened had Jordan
0: to Jordan do, yeah, art for us and everything. That was a different record, you know. There was there was a lot of different things going on with it, but
2: yeah, as Cole points out, his... but you know that record the when I first heard it and I listened to it and then I listened to it again on headphones and I was like, man, I was hearing. All, I don't love, I love that record. You play two of the songs that I love off that record live. Generally, when I see you, so
0: yeah, yeah. No, there's actually there's a lot of really cool shit that's written on that fucking record, man.
2: There's a the lot. The vinyl's more. cool. I had you sign my vinyl, that limited picture disc. That thing's really cool. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. came out fantastic. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and the touring for that, you guys did a
0: ton did of a, touring for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, of course. We do a ton of touring for. You fucking did. like every fucking oh, record. We,
1: we like to play. We like to jam out.
2: You all did uh, Summer Slaughter that year. Yes. No. Didn't we do
1: so much slower, like two years? You did it like double. Unfortunately, yes. You did.
2: Yeah. I don't, you know, just to take a brief second, we'll touch on that a second. I don't get it. You know, I went last year because Terrence's suffocation was like, hey, you should come down, we'll do an interview. And we go there, and I was in hell through most of it. And I won't say what, but most of it you can imagine. I was just in hell. I was in yeah, deathcore no, hell, just, and I was different. like, "What is this?" You
1: said it. I didn't. I did.
2: <laughs> I did. And I don't. I was. And those I'm guys not saying, well, that "I th- don't this, disagree this with thing. you."
0: All right, here we go. This like right. what he said earlier. Sometimes you play in front of people that aren't familiar with what you do. And then they're like, "Oh wow, this is what else is going on besides everything else that's being shut down." Some dude throat. like
1: has a drop tune H string that's playing <laughs> yeah. like fucking two notes. <laughs> did I say that aloud? Yes, you I did. did. I agree with you. 100%. Not point out any bad. Not. But, I'm not saying but either. But
0: a younger a younger generation stepping into the mix. All oh, that yeah, shit just get... like force to them. It's force-fed. And then when you throw bands like Us or Exhumed Chris, and things yeah. like that. On Fuck yeah, like that, dude. That Chris, was... You know, it's then those people see, they're like, damn, this they got some this this is other pretty, shit. This is pretty sweet. The, yeah.
2: It's just it's confusing when you when you watch it as as a older fan for me cuz I'll get in there and I'm like oh god.
1: Oh yeah, it's like, some slow sort of thing dude it's like it's everybody just, has like 25 minutes. So it's like it's like, it's like, me. it's, I a, it's just like know a blitzkrieg it's, it's either a blitzkrieg <laughs> of, like death metal or fucking metalcore. Yeah. Either you have fucking a bombardment of like awesome shit or a bombardment of shit. breakdown. Bullshit. It just
2: it confuses me just because we, like, for example, this was, wasn't that, but we went to, we went to interview uh, uh, Barney and, and uh, from Napalm Death, and we go to the show, and nobody stayed to watch Napalm Death. I won't say who the other band was, but everybody watched that bullshit band, and then left when Napalm Death went on. I'm like, "You don't want to see Napalm Death because this band's really good. I don't
0: well,
3: know. it
2: was really, I don't know. It just breaks my heart when it's like, are you kidding no, me? No
0: it is. Well, I mean a lot of it's Bummy You know what? It's always gonna be like that though. There's people there's people are just in something because of it's like the cliche thing yep. to be
1: into and then they don't It's like this, dude. It's like all right, one summer I was into Slayer. Okay. Have you ever heard anybody say that before? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey Rob zombie calling he wants his club back. What did you, you didn't see
0: that? Metal's Banger journey? you fucking talking about the fucking Slayer in that?
1: You've never heard anybody say that ever before. right? You know, either you're in it or you're not. Right. And if you're not, then you'll be weeded out very quickly. Correct. That's what makes Europe a lot of different. Yeah,
0: dude, are, the Europe is fucking yeah, yeah. serious. Those people are like diehards about something. It's not like Weekend War is like, oh, I'm in the Slayer for this year. The motherfuckers are in the Slayer for a lifetime. Oh, yeah. you know They're in the Iron Maiden for a lifetime. They're in the fucking... Yeah, dude. They're like, you know?
1: they're like serious.
0: It's like constant. Up. Where in the States, a
1: lot of time, it's more of like a... It's more of a trend yeah, how cool you want to look hanging out with certain people. Ugh. But anyway, let's not talk about that. Well, yeah. Move on to the next question.
0: We'll
2: move on. Uh you did a lot of touring for Blood for the Master. I'll just wind it up on that. And yeah, we did. I love that record. Let's basically
0: and say we've done a lot of touring for each you do. fucking record. But I just,
2: I love that record. I don't know there was something special about that record. That's my favorite go to album. I don't know if that's weird, but I love that record. No, I mean, it's everybody's really He's got, got, got their the own. Tab. It's fucking awesome.
0: Everybody has their own opinion I
2: love that each record. record. I just really like it.
1: It's my cat's favorite record, <laughs> believe it or not. Oh? Fucking Willie. Willie loves that record.
2: It's a great record. Uh, Constricting Rage of the Merciless. What a... There's another one. The artwork. I was like,
0: Jesus. Yep. And that was Jordan again, just stepping in. We just evolved and evolved. Everything, everything from the beginning to now is. It was a complete, a complete evolution fucking. Process. It
1: was a complete plan thing. I wouldn't say necessarily plan. Well, <laughs> we had we had a we had a good idea when we started.
0: Plan slash learn slash evolution slash. <laughs> <laughs> It was, you know, it was I all. like I personally like going back and and going through every single record and seeing how, you know, Sammy has become more and more of an evolved guitar player, and Definitely. how Zach has evolved from haunting curse until you know the even the newer record Vengeful Ascension as a drummer and what he's brought to the table and the things he's done. Right, and the same you know like when James played on stuff you know. When TA plays with us in the live, air, the whole evolution of it is like you sit there and you listen to it, and you're like, "Holy shit, this is fucking crazy." This is yeah. There's a process. It's not. It's not necessarily planned. It's just the way
1: things fall into place. Yeah. But I can tell you some weird shit about that album. I'd love to hear that. That wait, right um, wait. That circle evocation. So it has the words, and it has like a. Sat, yes, Saturn, Saturn stuff. I remember I was. It felt like I was sleepwalking, and I was practicing some uh, heavy stuff at the time. Okay, and I remember just on my altar at home, just like scribbling that at the time. Okay. And my wife just like, what the fuck are you doing? And that's that circle of evocation with all that. I guess Azazel was uh, speaking to me at the time.
2: I mean, it's some. We were hanging out one night outside of Masquerade, and I remember handing you something to sign, and you're like, I will not sign. Somebody was trying to get you to sign. You were signing stuff for people, but they were trying to get you to sign on something on that
1: marking no and you were like absolutely not well that's very uh it's a very sacred area
2: no I thought it was really cool like I learned something when you were talking about that I thought that was really interesting
1: but that whole thing from like fucking uh, constricting rage that whole circle I, I I don't even I remember waking up well I, it, it's like being like in a dream okay and just it's hard to explain man like I said, I was into some heavy stuff at the time, and I guess something was speaking to me at the time.
2: Well, it's—I remember that. I'll never forget that night because some kid was trying to. You were signing stuff. You were signing stuff for me, and you were signing. And it got to that, and I was like, and you schooled everybody that was standing there. The four of us, and I was well, like, you have oh, to man. have
1: some kind of respect. Oh yeah, man. I didn't. I learned. I didn't know. <laughs> so. Don't fuck with forces that you can no. control. No,
2: no, we don't do that. I don't do that. My
1: podcast doesn't do that.
2: But we like hearing about you <laughs> yeah. doing things with it. So, But yeah, that record's great. And you all did, again, a ass lot of touring for it. Tons of different
0: tours. Yeah, it was a bunch of shit we did on that one.
2: My favorite... A uh, show that I saw you all do on that tour was uh, a couple years ago. You played at the
1: Earl. I always go see you when you play there. The Earl, I love the Earl. The man. Earl's great. Was that with uh, Black Breath and Ringworm? Yes, and yes. yes, yes. And then we played there a couple of times before that. Yeah, yeah. It that was, place is great, yeah. man. Yeah. I like that place.
2: It is great. It's always fun to see you guys there yeah. too. And you were telling everybody to fuck off. And yeah, it was great. It was fun. Jacket. You played a Motorhead cover that. That was night, the dude. night
1: that I fell off the stage.
2: You did. <laughs> I just remember you came out to Venom. You came out. That was y'all came out to that that playing in *League of Satan*.
1: Oh, yeah. we well we try to make that happen. We it's fun our, when we have our normal song guy.
2: It's fun. It's fun to come out to that. You played the Motörhead cover, and that was fun. And uh, but yeah, I love that record. That record's fantastic. Again, the vinyl for that is beautiful. And yeah. again, to listen to that record on headphones, it's like a totally different experience than me just sitting there listening to it in my car on stereo. Two ways I'll listen to it. CD in my car. I don't do digital. I still rock the CD cassette player in the car. Well, I did until my fucking car broke down this week, but I'm still going to get another one. And then I do the Bose headphones yeah. at home and listen to your own stuff. And it's I think it's, it's two different listening experiences listening to it like that.
0: Yeah, of course, man.
2: Yeah.
1: Depends on what kind of drugs you're on. Well, that too. But that always enhances go to But acid is always good with the headphones. <laughs> it <gets>. <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: yes, it is. Did I say that out loud? You did. Yes, it's, I did. I agree with you. Vengeful Ascension. I got to hear
0: about this. Got quiet. Yeah. You'll see. I'm excited. You'll see what happens. I'm excited, man. I can't wait. Yeah. It's funny, too. Like, they released one song so far, but you know what? It's not that that song doesn't represent the whole album. It's the calm before the storm. Okay.
2: I like the song you played tonight. Well, that was the song they released. I hadn't heard yeah. it. Yeah, I've seen the artwork for it, and I thought yeah, that was yeah. interesting. Oh, the
1: artwork's fantastic. And Jordan did that too. Jordan did again, but it's
0: different. It's different. It is different. It's totally he has different. a lot of. He's. he's his skill with art is fucking very unique, and he's very
1: eclectic in what he can do. Yeah, he, he, uh, that's a, that's a good way to explain it. You know. Does he Jordan is.
0: do a lot of different stuff for other people? Does he do? Well, yeah. I mean, he does. He's done work for thirteen forty nine. He's done work for High on Fire. He's okay. done work for Sleep. Ritual, well, yours, yours the reason I ask, your sleep. old stuff looks he's so specific. specific. Saint Vitus. You know, he's done a lot of fucking shit, man. Nice. I mean, he's got his own tattoo shop in New Orleans, Abacadae <gasps> Tattoo. Okay, but outside of that, I'm he God, does I didn't all even know this that. different shit for awesome. fucking all yeah. these other fucking
1: bands, too, so. But yeah, I s- sleep posted it's fucking sick, yeah. dude. Nice. Amazing. But anyway.
2: So, and we'll talk about this a second. We'll go back to Eric again. So you all, at one point, you told me when we were talking outside of Masquerade that you were gonna try something different. This was like well, a good
1: Well, I mean, sometimes you have to...
2: No, it's good. It's good. We were kind of talking about it earlier. You
1: you need to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, have to try different things. You okay. know what I mean?
0: Yeah, totally. I
1: mean, nothing against Eric. No, no, I, love, I, I love working with Eric. Eric's awesome. Dude, he's great. He's fucking fantastic. But, you know, sometimes you have to... Being that this album is like... I'm not going to say it, it's so different from our old t- I mean, you'll hear us and you'll know it's us, but there are different elements on this U album that we've never really stepped forward with. Okay. So we just figured, fuck it. Let's just completely go in a different direction with it.
2: And did you... what? the decision to go with uh, the producer you went with. What was... Well, it? he
1: runs sound for us Yeah, a lot. he does. The thing was... was it's
0: your he, sound guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's not with us right now, of course, right, because he's, he's doing a, the new Exume record, but... Oh, okay. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But... He's a live guy, and he he knows what we no, he sound like. Probably better than we He wasn't just a live do. dude. He's done records. He's done gruesome and thirteen forty nine. Okay, then I've got that he saw, stuff. Like, he did like. Uh, did he do
2: the last grueso- The first gruesome thing? Did he, he did all
0: that? the gruesome. Okay, shit. then yeah, I've got he all did all the last fucking thirteen forty nine. You know. Okay, so the white the white one. With yeah, the, yeah, 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 it's a good record.
1: Massive cauldron, the chaos.
0: It's good. I
2: like it. So, the patch. The thing
0: was, was he had this aspect of. He he, he's worked in the studio before, but he's been with us live, so he knew an element of us in a live setting that he wanted to bring to the record. Okay. So, we just kind of.
1: It was an experiment.
0: Yeah. I mean, with an experiment, anything can
1: happen. Yeah. You know, it, the, might, the it path, might fail, and, it might succeed, <coughs> but that's the jump. Ultimately, to take. it is your decision. Yeah. I mean, I'm but happy. So, I'm so happy. we
0: planned it. We did. We did him. And then Chris Commons did the mix on it. Okay, Mayor Applebaum did the mastering for it. You now know, what's, what else has Chris done before? I'm not familiar with. <laughs> he's actually it. done a lot of like different shit, like Chelsea Wolf and. Oh wow, he's you know he's done a lot of different like things, Like weird stuff. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You so, totally mixed it up. So and it was, was funny because he,
1: like dark stuff, like weird dark stuff. Yeah, it's cool though. Joe
0: Axler told me. What, what did Joel Hacksler play in the band Theories? Okay, what did okay. Joe he also played a in Book of Black Earth What's back up? in the day. But he said He'd that, great, man. there's he what he said, great. bro. Check this out. No, I want to. He died, said, right? he said, relax. He said, what?
3: Fuck you, man.
0: What? He was saying that Chris Commons wouldn't do another metal record again. Oh, guess and, what? And then <laughs> he was really like when Jared. Kind of he probably
1: did the it to metal him. He was like, "He's ever going to
0: do." I'm really interested in this. What's right, wrong? this sounds good. So it's kind of like it shifted for him, you know. But it was funny because Axler, Joe Axler, was telling me he was like, "It's funny that he did y'all's record because he said he didn't really want to do anything metal again." But oh so, some things, you know, people hear shit, and then it causes them to change. I, I've learned in doing this that you never, ever say the word never.
2: <laughs> because you never know if it's going to come yeah, back Yeah, because
0: again. things will happen, and you just do something as you didn't expect. And where did you all record the record at? We recorded it in, at Earth Analog. It's in Tolano, Illinois. Okay. okay. All right? And it's, uh, it's about 30 minutes south of Champaign, Illinois. And it's the studio is owned you ever heard a band called Hum? I know who that is, yeah. Matt Talbert is one of the guys in Hum and he owns the studio. Interesting. And they still do Real or Real. Oh, that's awesome. And so that's what we did the record on Real or Real. Very time
1: consuming. So Oh bad. But it
0: was it was unique. It was different. It was a different studio, different very, aspect, very different, you know, a different approach and everything. And like we said, we had it wasn't no ill will with Rutan or anything like that. We just it was just a different step and a different approach with things. I mean, I didn't. I mean, there's so many.
2: Uh, I, th- I think it's good. I'm excited to hear it. It sounds like you have done some different things on it. So
0: yeah, I mean, nothing um, drastic, you know. Right. But I think too, it kind of steps into the realm of presenting us I think more, it's more of more darker, actually darker, grittier, nastier, yeah. like kind of like us in a live setting. Well, you know. see,
2: the label I think sent it to me digitally, but I refuse to listen to stuff digitally. I want to hear that when I buy, I go buy the CD, and I put it in my car and I drive around and listen to the whole damn thing like yeah. three times. That's how I listen to Earl's records when I get them. I'm gonna have to use somebody else's car now, but that's okay. I drive around, and listen to it, and that's what I like to do. And yeah. then, and then I get drunk, and then I pick out the songs that I like, and then I listen to all the tunes that I that's, like. That's, that's awesome. If
1: that's what makes you happy, then fucking right, man. Yeah,
2: man. And that's how I, you know, get into the new record. So, but yeah. I, but yeah. I mean, I think it's good that you mixed it up. I mean, you went to somebody different, and then you didn't do, you know, because, I mean, you got a guy. I mean, who the hell would ever thought that? You get that guy to mix it. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's
0: what I'm saying. Sometimes you just do something on You got to win. take
1: a chance every now and then, you know? I, I think it's great. I'd step out of the comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, instead of being the same old bullshit, they, not to say anything about air gluten. I love Eric gluten, but, I mean, you know... How many Black Sabbath albums have you heard and they're produced by so many other dudes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Like the fucking classic shit with Ozzy and then the stuff they did with Dio. You know, it's a different flavor of hot sauce, I guess. Oh, it totally is. There's a lot of variation going on. Exactly.
2: Yeah, all those bands like that, they always mixed up producers. Some of those bands. I mean, I guess the only band I can think of off the top of my head, and I'm sure I'm probably wrong, but... Maiden there for the longest time. All they used was that Martin Birch dude. When I remember, when I was yeah. growing up, and nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, if it
1: works, it works. Yeah, you know, but
2: but it's good to mix it up and go with something different. No, know? it is. It is. I agree. Uh, lyrically, can you talk a little bit lyrically about you talk to him about that? About vengeful, please. It's anything just, you like, I we can talk devil, about about it. Devil, I, don't devil, I don't mean anything devil, away for anybody. Look, as far as
1: as far as a lot of devil worship, <laughs> like true devil worship. <laughs> As as far
0: as lyrics, it's just like the music. The music's very variant within extreme styles like black metal, death metal, like more traditional heavy metal, things like that. And the lyrics are put in place in the same fashion. All the lyrics are based on esoteric oddities and things like that and Luciferian aspects and stuff like that and mixed with like old world literature like Milton's Paradise Lost, Dante's Inferno type shit. But then it's also blended with like my personal beliefs and ideas within that stuff. Okay. You know, but... The lyrics go in with the music just like the music is put together in that aspect that it's so variant in all the extremities and so the lyrics do that as well. I don't want to paint them into a corner because I want people to listen to the music and the lyrics in their own aspect because if I go ahead and say oh well this song is about this then it
1: totally seals Hail it up Satan. you know <laughs> you know i mean that's kind of i want people to have
0: a more impactive idea of what they perceive from it on their own as an individual well, the artwork is what's got me i think it's really interesting yeah so i mean it's it's the like the idea behind that is like if you look at it everything when you see the whole entire piece because, like, the cover, you see a piece, but it's this
1: huge piece. Okay. And it's, a and bunch it's, of it's coming shit. out
0: co- from the thing, but Just it's the element of every kind of, like, thing from, like, ideas of, like, H.P. Lovecraft, Dante's Inferno, Paradise Lost, uh, what's, um, shit, I'm going a blank on this, into pandemonium, uh, Hornius Bosch. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes artists back then that these ideas behind hell and like it's the reverse of the back in the day of like the mouth of hell. They used to throw everyone in the mouth of hell and that's where you condemn. Well now everything is coming from that mouth of hell and it's rising forth. Right. And it's ascending. And it's coming coming up. Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's because if you look at the art, it's all these different little things in it, you know. And it's you see, you see like a tentacle in it, which yeah. definitely represents a lot of HP Lovecraft. There, like Cthulhu, and you know, all the Thotep and all those things like that. Nice. you know, his whole mythos as far as that goes. You oh know? yeah, that's so everything's in there blended, and it's coming up and it's rising up, you know. Yeah. So it's it's excited. You all, do you have any? What about the, the
2: music on it When you are rotting your You'll guitars see. Not, gotta gotta wait. Wait. You'll see i just got to wait I gotta
1: wait Probably the most <laughs> d- Probably The most Darkest you Stuff gotta load
0: I've load this fucking gear man I'll help you all
1: load the gear If you we'll, we'll finish up real quick The most darkest stuff I've ever written in my life In a long time Let's put it that way Alright I'm gonna go pee What's going on with this shit? This is Ben from Goat Horror. And Sammy
0: Deway from Goat Whore. And you listen to the Fantasm Podcast.
1: Hail Satan.